And um, for our most loyal viewer, Kenzie, sorry on your quest being a little late, but this is for you. Ready, guys? Yep. One, two. Nice. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. Talk like a champion, like a champion I'm so cold, buddy, I'm so cold, buddy What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 71 of the Saratobi Sports Pod. It's me, John, a.k.a. Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon, Lejean James. Lejean. Lejean James. Did we sign off on that? I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I'm not, I was I'm trying not it out. It. You know, it's Christmas. We're doing something different. NBA season starts today. Anyway, to my right, we have the Demon of Deacon Time. The Deacon of Demon Time. Damn, John. I know. <laughs> I just listen. Today. We're, we're, we're rolling right now. Hey, man. Fuck it. I'm all with the shit. What's up, everybody? How's it going? What's, um, what, what superpower did you get? Oh, um, x-ray vision. Yeah. That, nasty. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even want to comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a perfect... What did you say the name of the thing was, Justin? The... What? What's it called? The, the Species of Viewers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You sick monster. Yes, that's me. To my left, Mr. Just on his damn phone. Speaking of sick monsters. DMs. Speaking of sick monsters. Yes. <laughs> Justin it, Thomas. Fucking up for fucking it up for fields. Yes, sir. In the building. You already know what the vibes are. Nematodes are people too. Uh the superpower I got was uh being able to uh call out the Knicks anytime I want. So Ooh. is that a superpower? I feel like everyone has that. That's true. <sighs> I, if I Do told you, you about with a cane now, not because you. If I told you, you about my to, superpowers, you need to. Yeah. yeah. If I told you about my powers, I'd have to kill you because nobody can know. Let's. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. To the far right, we have. <laughs> far right. Sorry, <laughs> Toby Salman, Mr. Matt Barba. Yeah. What up? On the far right, but not that one. How you doing? Indeed. Good to be here. Hey, Matt. How's it feel to be powerless? Well. <laughs> <laughs> After going all these years with white power, <laughs> now nah, you have I, something, something about this. I think the universe feels a little more at peace. <laughs> you know, I did it. If I was mad, I did would have came with the rebuttal of, "All right, let's see who's power, more powerful. Let's call the cops right now." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> nigga said, "Nigga said, nigga said, our these powers right now. <laughs> My other power is black privilege." <laughs> <laughs> all right, Charlemagne, calm down. <laughs> this is an Africans only <laughs> podcast. You know, I had to show Ari Doctor Umar videos yesterday because you don't be on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, oh man, man. a national no treasure. you cannot bring your white wife to my talks <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. and joining us via zoom this week speaking of national treasures exactly <laughs> you may know him as at reddit mavericks mr ruben at reddit mavericks from hoops in the Hef vices podcast everywhere every everywhere in social media that has to do with the mavericks he's there and that's that's how we we ended up meeting so thanks for calling in. Um, definitely gonna gonna talk some some fun things today. Basketball, Akira. It's it's gonna be a good time. Oh yeah, I'm excited, man. So what's going on with you? What's going on in your world right now? Holidays coming up. Uh, so this is my first semester as a teacher. Uh, worst time nice. ever to be a teacher. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I got I got two weeks off right now, so. Uh, just been hanging out, uh, doing last minute shopping this week. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, 
I'm out in Texas. So, uh, you know, we're kind of ground, not ground zero, but we're one of the big hotspots right now for COVID and, uh, yeah. going out, I can definitely see why, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I go home, like second I get home, I, you know, uh, I go home and I uh, like burn my clothes and then, <laughs> you know, I like, just douse myself and fucking, uh, bleach, you know, just like soap, soap and bleach, dude. Oh, nice. says, three parts, uh, pure, three, pure fabuloso. <laughs> three, three, fabuloso. Part, three parts bleach, one part soap. That's fire. Oh yeah. Fabuloso, man. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, right now, you know, I've just been hanging out, uh, getting ready for the season to start, uh, you know, doing my own podcast thing too, you know, Mm -hmm. once a week and stuff like that. Um, You know, being on Twitter a little bit more, uh, I'm trying to stay away as much as possible from Twitter, but goddamn, dude, people at me all the time. (laughs) And I'm just like, fuck, okay. Like, and then I got got people who are like, you know, people are like trolls, basically. Hey, like, blah, blah, blah. It's Mm -hmm. like, dude, you don't think like I'm not going to respond to you because I have so many followers, but. I am gonna respond to you, <laughs> and then you're gonna delete the you're gonna delete the fucking tweet tweet you sent out and stuff like that. Like, okay. how, how how funny would it be if your kids were trolling you? Like, if they, <laughs> they like if they somehow yeah, if knew kids, you you were you were you were oh you were you were Reddit Mavs and they just were. <laughs> Do they know? Bro, no, no, no. My kids, uh, all my my students are, uh, they're all uh, in. First of all, they're all in elementary school. And okay. Second of all, they're all uh, they all uh, have sped. Uh, special education gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay uh, okay okay yeah so they don't uh I, you know i've talked to uh i've talked to uh like a couple of the parents and stuff like that too like i know some of them are like basketball fans and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know just like you know at, like for uh you know teacher conferences and stuff like that I'm like, hey like you know like i usually start off with like hey like you know the you know uh i know one of them is a he's a big uh big lakers fan mm-hmm. and so i was like so when the lakers won you know the championship i was oh like how you feeling today you know like mm-hmm. so i feel good and i was like, okay i'll see you next year in the western conference finals and he was like, it's probably not going to happen. I was like, you don't know that. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he you don't know that. The way the player Anything can go. happen this year, man. Especially so, for us. Absolutely. It's looking real good. So that means you think exactly. that the Mavs are going to be really, really good this year then. Oh, yeah, bro. No, well, think, think about me, though. It's like on Twitter, like my persona is very much like a huge homer. Like if a meme pops up, like I immediately make it tor- about the Mavs, whether it be mm-hmm. about like a like a song or a video. I'm like, oh, this is my reaction when like the Mavs win a championship. And it's like. So it's like a Kermit going crazy or some shit like that. Mm. And, uh, you know, everybody, you know, people are like, like realistically though, like in my head, like I think, okay, like if we make the rest of the conference finals, that's the fucking, like, that's a, that's an amazing season. The season's a win. Yeah. 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 You know, like if we get out of the first, first, first round, it's a win, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, like, re- but like for Twitter, I'm always like, oh, like we got to win, you know, we got to make a, like this year we got to win 72 games, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> 72 yeah. games. You know, that's like, that's one of the things I like is uh, is you balancing the the unrealistic. I'm just trying to be a Mavs fan expectations, but also being like guys like I I actually know basketball. I understand stakes and understand what it is. So this is what I'm going to do. But like I get it when just getting to postseason healthy right now, it's still a win for us. Yeah, you know, and like you know, I'm always like, uh, what else, man? Like I, uh, you know, because people always be like, oh, you don't believe that? I'm like, yeah, I don't. But I'm tweeting it, and I'm getting like this many reactions. Mm -hmm. So. You know, thank you. <laughs> like <laughs> at this point, so you know, I've uh, it's been fun, man. Like this season's gonna be, fun. I think this season's gonna be interesting for everybody, really, because mm-hmm. obviously there's a fucking pandemic. I don't know if you can cuss on this program. But, yeah, no, you're oh, good. No, okay. Hey, man, okay. listen. Okay, thank God. Because <laughs> I never know. Because I'm just like, you know, I've been, I've been on a, I've been on another podcast, and they're like, hey, like just a reminder, like keep the, you know, keep the 
you can say damn. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, nah, bro. The yeah. fuck? Ain't nothing off limits out here. FCC, FCC not finding this yet, baby. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Listen, they got to cut right, us cool. a check if they want Spoken that. about prosthetic <laughs> testicles. Fucking funk flex, <laughs> everything talked, in between. We talked, about, we talked about getting drunk in church, like oh yeah, it's, it's been crazy. Yeah, nah, no, yeah, I'll, I'll never do that. <laughs> pre gaming for church, dog. Pre- no, stop it. Miles, don't let, is, don't, Miles is pre gaming for church. Don't let them corrupt you, Ruben. Let's go yeah. ahead, continue, bro. Yeah. And the Lord no, said, "Let saying. them drink Hennessy." <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know, er, you know, everybody's always like, "Oh, like you know, you." uh Like for me, everybody's like, you know, because people will come to my mentions and be like, "Oh, you don't believe this," or like. Mm. I have a thing where like when Dirk Nowitzki, like when he tweets, mm-hmm. I'm like, I love you, dad. You know, yeah. they, <laughs> for all for all Mavs fans, like he's like the guy. Like, you know, he's you know, everybody, like he's like he's probably replaced one or two guys like off of like the Dallas mm-hmm. Sports Mount Rushmore at this point. You know, like probably a cowboy, but uh, <laughs> it's been so long. But uh, you know, like, you know, someone yesterday was like, Hey, like, oh, he's not your dad. And he's, I he's and I, I literally quoted I quoted him and I was like you can can you prove this like you know, <laughs> like at this point I'm like like at this point like you're coming at me like you have like a hundred and like two followers you know you're uh you say you're working for this uh this firm or whatever that's like working really close with the NBA like I wouldn't if I only have two, if I only have a hundred followers and like I'm not gonna go into someone mentions who has 10, 11 times that and being like fuck you I'm like. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. How do you kind like, of manage that? Sort of more of just a regular person. Like, we obviously don't have the following you have, and then also just being like, "Yo, like, it, it's are you KD with this shit?" Or it's like, "Yo, like, my my fingers work too." Like, just just because well, I have I, all these followers, don't think, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I pick and choose. You know, like okay. I know a guy's like, so I have I have most um, like a notification turned off at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, just I get nothing really. It's like you know, usually like. The notifications I have on right now are for sneaker Twitter, so I can get a PS5. Fair. <laughs> and hopefully the Grinch is on 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 Thursday. But uh, there it is. Um, I'm trying trying so hard, man. I want those so bad. But uh, <laughs> no, but uh, so uh, yeah, I have I have most of my notifications turned off. Uh, on occasion, people like DM me things like, "Hey, like this guy said this, like go at him," and I'm like, "I'm not going to," because he didn't go at me first. Like, mm. if they come at me, I'm, I'm gonna respond back, or I'll like, "Hey, like." I'll quote tweet them and then like literally like 10 people will like jump in and like, and I just pull myself out of that. You know, like I'm like, okay, cool. Like they'll fight. They'll say dumb shit. Like, I don't care. Like I've had people or like, like that bad I've trade a, I, I sent you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that, <laughs> like, you know, or I've had, or I've had, uh, I've had, I had one lady, uh, she's just, she's a Clippers fan and she was talking shit like during the, during mm-hmm. the playoffs. Like, and I was, I said something, and she like DM me and was like, hey, can you please delete that? Like, <laughs> you know, like, like you like, asked me this. Oh, this no. is like, what you wanted. <laughs> it's like, I didn't mean to go at you like that. And I was like, and it's like, I literally like, I was doing the teacher thing. And I was like, hey, like, listen, like, you shouldn't be doing that. If you are, if you can't, if you can't, like, take, take the heat. Like, you can't take the heat. Yeah. The kitchen. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, I was like, I'm going to delete it. And, you know, I'm going to let people know, hey, like, we're going after you, blah, blah, blah. And so she tweeted at me later and she's like, thank you so much. And I was like, I'm nice, man. Like I'm really yeah. nice on Twitter. Like you, you better gotta, like, than, you better than me. Facts. I would have been like I, in, the, in the DMs. I would have been like LMFAO, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> like, you Twitter's wild, the wild man. west, though. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, Twitter is a lawless yeah. place. And yeah. I've been on social media for a minute, and I still would be on that type of time. So yeah. that's and yeah. it's lawless now. Imagine like remember when it was really lawless, like like five years yeah, ago. Dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, like 23rd. 
2014, bro. Yeah, no. yeah, that was that was, that was nah. prime Twitter. That's when they still yeah. had Twitter jail and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, they had Twitter jail. Yeah, they, they had the third, whale, the fail yeah. whale, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Third shift Twitter and everything. Oh yeah, my bro. god, yeah, <laughs> shit, shit nah. was crazy. Twitter after dark, shit was getting wild, bro. It was bro. Crazy. Yeah. But uh, but no, let me ask you. So like, so I'm big Nets fan. I write for two websites for the Nets. Okay. Um, but I want to get a post. Like, what's Mavericks Twitter like? So, like, Nets Twitter is like a kind of because Nets fan base is, is small, and we get we get jokes yeah. all the time because oh, yeah. it's a small yeah. fan base. But we're like, it's it's close knit. Like, almost everybody knows each other. So, is that kind yeah. of the case? Like, with Mavs Twitter, is it more smaller, close knit, like a small market team, or is it kind of big, like a Lakers or a Heat Twitter type thing? So it's weird at the moment because like we have all the international stars. We have mm. Luca, KP, Boban. He's a star to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a star to everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. In our hearts. Uh, obviously, obviously, like, you know, Dirk was, you know, paramount to our franchise and stuff like that. So it's weird because, like, there's almost, like, two different factions of Mavs Twitter at the moment where it's, like, you have, like, the American, like, American side and then you have the international side. Mm. And in the international side, like, I, I, like, I follow soccer, too, you know, and I, I'm a part of, like, some, like, soccer Twitter shit and soccer twitter is super toxic like oh, oh my god it is like <laughs> oh it's, it's like gross you, and like if you think like nba twitter can be like racist sometimes bro like soccer <laughs> twitter is like it's bad dude it's so bad but uh so like uk is a no lot joke. Of, like it's like it's like i i compare like international maps twitter to kind of like soccer twitter where like they don't know like the social norms like here in the states where it's like you kind of can't call like tim hardaway so and so you know something like that you, you can't like you're not allowed to do that. Um, and you can't call the N word when he misses a three. <laughs> like, you know, and like there, there are just times where like there, you know, you can uh, or like there's a translation issue. You mm-hmm. know, like there are certain things. So it's like, but when you look at Maps Twitter, like within itself, like I, I feel like a lot of like more sports, like uh, team Twitters are more like closed knit almost. Like it's weird. Like there's almost like tiers of like fans on Maps Twitter where it's like. These are the guys who've been here since like the fucking eighties, you know, when mm. we were terrible, like here or the nineties when we were terrible, or here are the guys, you know, who just who just like started watching like when like Dirk was coming up. That's kind of where I'm from, you know, mm. where I'm like I started like I started watching basketball because of Michael Jordan when I was like six. Mm-hmm. And then he retired and I was like, Okay, fuck, like what am I gonna do? You know, and so my you cousin picked was the like, hometown hey, team? like, you know, and then my cousin was like, Hey man, there's still, like this dude, there's this kid on the on the maps and i was like the maps suck dude like well, I'm <laughs> stuff, you know and now it's like ah you know what like but uh yeah there's like different factions where it's just like you know like me like i try to be inclusive of everybody yeah. like i try to like you know matter like even like uh like no offense to like social media people who do like map stuff but like it's very uh like judeo-christian where it's like hey like i'm gonna sh- you know they're gonna shout christmas they're gonna shout easter like I'm like, hey man, what about Hanukkah? What about you know uh, Ramadan? You're like, what about like you know like <laughs> what about Boxing Day, nigga? Fuck Boxing Day, bro. We we're not fucking you know. No, but uh, so like for me, like I try to be inclusive of everybody. So for me, it seems really small because you know, like mm-hmm. I talk to everybody, like yeah, no matter what. Like facts, facts, facts. if people DM me or people like hit me up on Twitter, I'm like, hey, like. I have a quick conversation with you. I usually tell people to just hit me up in the DMs. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, because especially after a game, dude, when the game, especially if we've lost, bro, <laughs> it gets so bad. Like my mentor just like on fire. And I'm like, bro, I don't work for the fucking team. Like, <laughs> you know, like I just tweet what I tweet. Yeah, like, they don't. You know, they like, never tweet at the Mavs or at Mark Cuban. They tweet at you. Like you yeah, are me, like, the focal point of Mavs Twitter to most people. 
or like or like they'll go after like uh, like and I know the other guys like uh all things Mavs and mm. uh, Mavs fans for like and those guys are great but uh I think where I differentiate myself is the fact that I'm again like I talk to people mm-hmm. like no matter what like it could be someone with a with no with no fucking uh, avatar uh you know just a, a egg egg avatar and uh <laughs> you know having like 30 followers you know mm-hmm. or like follow and they're following like 3000 people bro like <laughs> I also talk to them. I also talk to them like hey man like cool like you know, a lot of it's rep- repetitive at the moment. Like the law of it right now is, hey, what can we do about Dwight Powell? And I'm like, I, I don't care, dude. Like, <laughs> Dwight Powell, like Dwight Powell's with us. Like nothing I can, nothing I can say or do, like can influence like the front office. Mm-hmm. Like as much you know, as we'd like, like to, you know. Yeah, it's like like he frustrates me. Yeah, like I get it, bro. Like he's unfortunately he's gonna be like the whipping boy this year. Like last year it was like Dwight and Justin Jackson. This year it's like just Dwight. Like yeah, because I'm grateful year, it was, Justin like, Jackson Dwight, is not here anymore. It was like Dwight, Justin Jackson, like Delon. You know, those are three guys where I was like, people are going to talk shit, you know? Word. And this year, it's like, it's only Dwight, so Dwight's going to get all of it forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He really shouldn't be on Twitter, bro. Like, I don't think he is active on there, but I hope he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be bad. not be on there, dude. It's bad. Like, I'm sure his mentions are on fire every fucking day. If he is on Twitter. Just, yeah, that's OD. Yeah. So, yeah, so so what are your expectations as a Mavs fan this season? I mean, we kind of joked about it at first, but like realistically, yeah. where do you see the Mavs falling in the beast of the West that is the, the Western Conference? You know what I'm saying? I fucking hate the West. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could just move. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh I think right now I feel pretty comfortable saying we're top four, but probably like number four. Mm-hmm. Like assuming KP comes back and he like they're gonna ramp him up slowly, like they did last year. Yeah. Which I don't know how slow they can do it this year, because again, condensed schedule. You know, um, not so many back to backs, but just like weird, like how like I think a lot of our games are. We start off like on the West Coast, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and gradually make our way, make our way, like you know, across. But uh, I think I think we can be top four. Um, I don't even know about records, man, because so much yeah. can happen. Records. Yeah, especially in the West, it's all in yeah. between like two games between like the two yeah. seed and like the six seed, so. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. So, yeah, I think uh, I think top four, probably number four. Um, I expect us to at least make it to the second round. I ex- I want us to win the second round, mm-hmm. but I mean, all, again, like it just kind of depends on who we match up with. Like if it's a if it's a fucking Clipper team again, or if it's uh, if it's the Lakers, like I'm just like I don't see us making out of there, you know, mm-hmm. realistically, just because those teams are stacked. Like I know, like all the jokes, you know, play a uh, pandemic P, like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but I think I think Paul George probably doesn't fuck up the way he did last year, like last season in the mm-hmm. playoffs. So you, see, you, like, you just, say that, but then <laughs> we said that the it, same thing going into <laughs> this season. Like, nah, he's not gonna be that bad in the playoffs again. I don't yeah. know. I think um, I still think we can beat the Clippers in a series. I think the Clippers right now aren't as strong as they were last year, and yeah. I think that if uh, I think we're our own worst enemy in the terms of that if we're healthy, I think we have a chance against anyone. Yeah. And um, yeah. that especially with the Clippers, that's that's the one thing I, I I feel like I think we could beat the Lakers, eh. but like the other thing is like when you talk about matchups, teams like the Nuggets, I like them, I like the Jazz, but at the same time, when our biggest person is Dwight, when he's playing so many minutes at the five and he's just getting bullied and they're not playing Willie, yeah. like I I don't know, man. Damn, bro, I get, I'm on that Willie Collie sign for starting, you know, mm-hmm. for the first couple weeks. I want I just. I want him to start, dude. Like he can hit a three now. Apparently, <laughs> like yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, hit a three. I was like, "All right, dude." You gotta, Mavs teach uh, everyone to shoot. That's what you got. I mean, if you're gonna play on this team, you got to shoot threes, dude. Mm-hmm. Even Boban's trying to hit threes, like you know, like, yeah, yeah, threes, I, threes I, for the game winner in preseason. 
Oh, bro, dude, out, dude. If that had happened, bro, I would have. I would have talked so much shit just to everybody, like <laughs> forever, bro. Just because. I would have been like, motherfucker, fucking Boban Marjanovic, bro. Like, if you yeah. lost nah, on a buzzer beater three to yeah. Boban, you just, just don't come back. Yeah. You just lost to Boban. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't come back. <laughs> Yo, Ruben, I told I told them a while ago, but it was one time I used to, we all used to live in Philly at one point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So um, uh, while, while he was still on the Sixers, I was actually at Ocean Prime one time and I saw him like in Ocean Prime and I'm like, yo, that is a big dude, yo. It's a big fucking dude. Right? Like, like, like he looks big on TV. Like, I, like dunk the basketball, yeah. like on his tippy toes type shit. But like in real life, like <laughs> he is a like he's super sized, bro. It's it's actually like That's I crazy. didn't know that they made humans that big. It's it's intimidating. But. I think people, a lot of people, don't realize how big NBA players are. Because I remember <laughs> no, even like all, the first time, um, the first time I was close to the court at. Um, it was a Knicks Vaz game, and this is when we saw Chandler Parsons. Mm. And I remember yeah. seeing Chandler Parsons in real life, and I was like, "Bro, he's fucking huge!" Oh. Like, <laughs> like it's it's you don't process because especially on TV, it's like, um, the NBA, it's like they're all relatively similar in height, so they look like all right. We know that they're big because we can think about yeah. them in terms of regular people. When they're mm-hmm. next to each other, they look kind of normal. And then you go, "Oh, the shortest person on the court six three. And then you go, the tallest person I know is six three. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's the, it's, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I think the biggest thing is, uh, what is it, Steph? Like, everybody thinks yeah. Steph is like this really small guy. Bro, being next to Steph Curry, he's six foot three. Yeah. Like, you feel dwarf sitting, yeah. like, standing next to mm-hmm. Steph Curry, and, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's a small guy. He can't do this. I'm like, no, he can do that. <laughs> no, he can't. Nah, bro, he's six three. <laughs> it's, all, it, it, it's really all relative when it mm-hmm. comes to these NBA dudes, though. Like, for us, um, right. with, like, our rookies, I do want to kind of ask you what you think about, like, our rookies and, like, some of our new acquisitions. But, like, um, Terrell Terry coming out, he was super small, and they go, yo, he's, like, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and he's still mad young, and he bulked up his frame. But especially now in yeah. today's NBA, I know, yeah. you're like for a guard, that's in our terms. We're like it's small. Like we haven't just had JJ Barea for the past like 17 years. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, how yeah. do you, how do you feel about some of these new guys? And um, I'm yeah, the, Bro, the position I, moving forward. I love Josh Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude. Okay, so um, I had no idea who the fuck he was until we drafted him. I wanted Sadiq. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, see, I was, I was, I, was ready for, I wanted Sadiq, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like we can get Desmond Bain in the second round. That's fine, or whatever. Right? I wanted Desmond Bain so bad, mm-hmm. but uh, so Josh Green. So I knew nothing about him, right? And uh, in Mavs Twitter, there's a guy named Mavs Draft uh, mm-hmm. who actually started Reddit Mavericks. He's the guy who made the account like a long time ago, really, because he used to be, he used to be a moderator for the actual subreddit, and uh, so now he's doing the draft stuff. Like now he's doing all that, which is great. And like, and so I literally like, I sent him a text message. I was like, yo, like what about this dude do you like like do you like him like what's mm-hmm. going on he was like he like she was like check my twitter account like i'm posting a shit ton of like a shit ton of uh tweets about him like you're trying to get people hyped because no one knew anything about this australian dude who doesn't have an australian accent anymore because he's been here for so long <laughs> like he's been here for so long he's been in the states for so long so um he's gonna be a plus defender bro like off the bat like he already mm-hmm. is dude like there's been a few things where like i can tell like he's uh like just I, I'm a very much an eye test guy. Like I like I'll look at analytics, but I don't know any of it. Like yeah, like I don't know I don't know any of it by design. Like I don't want him to learn it because I did that with baseball back in the day and it fucked me up. So you know, looking at like more the numbers and stuff like that. But just the eye test on Josh Green, like seeing how you know just like off ball. Like I don't even watch off ball half the time. You yeah. know, but with him, like uh, uh, Mavs draft was like, no, do you need to watch him? Like watch what he does. Like 
when he doesn't have the ball in his hands, which is not that often because, you know, yeah. that's not his, really, not his role right now with the team. But, uh, you know, you can tell, like, just his movements that he does and just, like, you know, how he's he positions himself where, like, he can't help defend if he needs to, where, like, or if he's in the main guy defending a guy, like, he, you know, he's going to make other benches, like, mad as fuck because, like, he can, you know, he can get there super quick, man. Um, who else? Who else do we got? Uh, yeah, Josh Green is one of those guys where I was like, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm down to if, – if he if he finds his shot, great. You know, like I think he's gonna. I think we drafted a really good just bench guy. Like he may get a few starting times, may get some starting mm-hmm. time just because. Condensed season. This year, yeah. this year like with that, COVID, yeah. and you know, like he may get some starting time down the road just because on necessity. Um, the other guys, uh, Tyrell Terry. I love Tyrell Terry. Same. John does too. Like, <laughs> like he he's had kind of a rough go, like for the preseason, like. You know, hasn't really found his shot and stuff like that. But man, like once he does, dude, he's gonna be a monster. Uh, who else did we get? Uh, Tyler Bay, right? Tyler Bay's the other dude. I think Tyler yep. Bay's the guy. The guy we we technically traded for, right? Or was that Tyrell? I don't know. No, we traded. Um, no, no, we drafted Tyrell, and then um, we traded in the Seth Curry trade that second pick. Yeah, that's that was, right. And you came, yeah, mm-hmm. came Tyler Bay. Okay, Tyler Bay, Tyler Bay. He's gonna need some time. I can tell. Like I'm glad he's on that two way because. Mm-hmm. He's, he's raw, but he has he has the yeah. NBA body and athleticism. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's just raw as fuck. And I mm-hmm. okay, like give him some time to like learn the ropes. Like you know, again, I know I don't know how many minutes those like the, the, those two guys are gonna get. I know Josh Green is yeah. The way Rick's when, Rick Carl's been talking about him, it sounds like he's gonna be like there. And, and you, know? you got to play defense to get time if you're if you're a young player on the exactly. max. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so. My thing with Josh is uh, I like I like you're saying watching him off ball, and that's usually what I spend preseason doing is just looking at these young players, and it's like I'm like anyone, but um, I just only think I feel like on offense he's trying to do too much. You know what I mean? It's like he's like I came I came into the league, everyone knows I play defense, so I'm gonna do that and I do it well. But people, he's like, but I I can do something like offensively too. But I feel like he's he feels a little frantic. Yeah, yeah, and um, with Terry, I just feel like I feel like he's not playing with like. It's almost like it feels like he's playing with handcuffs or just not as confident. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just feel like once he hits that where it's like, I can do this, I feel like he he knocks down a couple threes or something like that, you know what I mean? And he gets that confidence. Yeah. I, I could definitely see him turning into not quite Seth because Seth was a potential starter for us, but um, yeah. just someone that can really like just bro, just come in and just, just get buckets right now. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm telling you, like we, like, we have a, you know, the Mavs have a history of like not doing well in the draft mm-hmm. and that's just because like we didn't need to <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know now it's like okay actually now let's go and start like i think once like we had a chance to get luca it was like okay let's just yep let's actually evaluate people now in this in the you know in the with our late draft picks or with you know our second rounders like now it's like okay like now we know what the fuck we're doing so i feel like we were getting more out of our second round and undrafted people than we were any of our first round picks absolutely like look at jared cunningham versus jay crowder like things like that fucking jared cunningham god damn what a name (laughs) and that was the that was the honest draft i think yeah that was yeah i think yeah after donnie was out here like oh you know this kid in greece i'm cool with his family let me draft mark was like no no mark was like no we're gonna draft and i was like dude and I know, like everybody about Giannis, though, bro. Like Talk about everyone, it. like every everyone had a chance to get him, dude. Everyone yeah. did at that yeah. at a point. So, you know, like it is what it is. Like you know, I don't know how many people actually like knew what he could become because, like, nah. his footage. It's like his footage was like from a fucking uh, Motorola Razor, bro. Like <laughs> you know, yeah. like his his footage came from like a a computer that came out like in two thousand five, dude. Like it was 
you know, like unless you actually you, seen him play in person or like at least like you know get like hurt through the grapevine type shit. You, yeah, there's you, no way. Even Anyways, so, he just yeah. he just kind of seems like another. All right, this super athletic kid that he's raw. If you can turn him into something, but every year you hear about kids if you can turn them into something, and it yeah, never happens. Yeah, it's every year. Yeah. It's literally every year, man. That's what it is. So with Giannis, I have a question. So obviously, Mavs fans before the contract really wanted Giannis. Uh, I personally didn't think he would be a great fit on the Mavs. What? What yeah, <laughs> because all right, he said, he said, this is explain, why. Explain yourself. <laughs> because one, of, listen, there's one ball dog, and I get it. Transition, everything he does, great player. But at the same time, this is a two-time MVP, and you want the ball in Luca's hands to create. Giannis isn't really creating in a half court, so we're we're getting a two-time MVP to like not have the ball in his hands the majority of the time. Uh, that's my thing know. I'm also considering and is he gonna come to a team and be like I don't want the ball in my hand the majority of the time wasn't that the case with KD going to the conversation with KD going but, to the saying, bro, yeah. but the difference is the two of them have won already and the difference is Same. KD can create in a half court no, I mean but before before yeah. what oh to He's, the Warriors before he went yeah, to Warriors yeah. he hadn't won but anything. I still think KD is a more rounded player than Giannis but you could you, but I think it. But it was still the case of oh, Katie needs the ball because Katie's to score. Blah blah. blah. Same with Giannis. I think if you make it work, if you want to make it work, you okay. Make but it work. Then, okay, oh, but I'll it, tell it, you this though. I'll tell you this though. In that situation, right? Yeah. Stephen K can play off ball like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Neither Giannis or Luca is the off ball player. I would say that Stephen Clay are, and they're not stretching the floor to that extent. Like I say, you make it like. Work. Don't get me I wrong. Believe, I believe if I had Giannis, it's cool. I would like to have Giannis. I think that for what for the amount we would have had to pay for everything that would have happened, I just don't think I'm not going to say it's the best fit. To me, it's a 2K fit, but like I think realistic <laughs> terms of everything else, like it just doesn't it doesn't fit properly to me. I feel like if Giannis could shoot, the conversation becomes exactly. A bit but he can't Giannis can play so better off shoot. ball and be more valuable well, in he, half court. You just said he, when he, you come, wait, but you just said when you come to the Mavs, you learn how to shoot. So there you yeah, go. Exactly. So, so Giannis, will learn. Giannis will learn, bro. Dirk Dirk would have gotten Holger on the phone, bro, and be like, "Go to Dallas." Bro. Dirk would be like, "I'm coaching now." Work with this kid. <laughs> Work with this kid, bro. Like, yeah, Dirk would have. Dirk would be like, "Okay, I'm gonna become assistant coach. I'm gonna fucking teach him everything I know." Like, dude, look at this. Holger fucking taught Rondo how to shoot, and now he went exactly, to the chip. Bro. Now he became Stone, playoff bro. Rondo. Yeah, <laughs> playoff dough. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's my thing. Like personally, I thought realistically, if we could like Pascal Siakam would have been cheaper. He would have not needed the ball as much and would have been a great fit for the Mavs. Mr. Spin cycle. And he shoots better (laughs) than Giannis from three, (laughs) but he wouldn't need to spin cycle in the Mavs. He wouldn't. He just got to take open threes, hit them shit and run in transition. That's it. it. He he turned into a skinny Julius Randle. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's crazy. In the playoffs, he turned into a skinny Julius Randle. (laughs) He really did. Julius Randle is also a Mavs all-star. If you don't, if you don't know versus Mavs all-star. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Versus Mavs All Star Julius Randle. Oh, bro, that that's a real thing, dude. Versus Mavs All Stars, bro. Oh, so he's a he's a Ma- he's a Mavs killer. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah, dude. There's, nah, there's you know what? It was the one bro. game mm-hmm. last year. I think I remember he had like thirty something against y'all. I want to say, bro. He does it, it was, every bro. year. Yeah, nah, bro. Nah, when nah, he was on the year, Pelicans, bro. he was violating. <laughs> no reason. And I was sitting here and I was like, you know what? I would want him on the team. It's like he's from Dallas and he would just come and cook us. There was a couple. Uh, hopefully now we have a, a better bro. team. To I'm about deal to say with like, it. yeah. Who are some other? Who are some other Mavs? Uh, let me just write this down. Versus Mavs. Versus Mavs. You're like, so I, 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 I add against my Paul Lee. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get Sean Marks on the phone right now. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Uh, DJ Augustine's another one, bro. Yep. Mm. DJ Augustine fucking kills us. I don't know why, dude. 
like I've been trying to figure this shit out for like the last couple of years. Like, why there's certain guys who just like fucking kill us? Like, like did we did we scorn him at one point? Like, I don't know. Trevor Ariza used to violate us. Yeah, Trevor. You Trevor. Okay. Yeah, Trevor Ariza used to fucking kill us too, man. I remember like so when the trade for James Johnson happened, I was mm-hmm. oh fuck yeah, we're getting Trevor Ariza. Fuck yeah, he can't mm-hmm. do anything to us now. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. he can't hurt us no more. <laughs> and then and then Stein and then Mark Stein comes back and he's like, oh no no no, hold on hold on. He's not. He's not going. So the money doesn't work. So he's not going to uh to the Mavs. And I was like, son of a fucking bitch, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, I just, I, I like another guy used to kill us that we eventually uh, took was uh, Aminu. Yeah, uh, Aminu. Yeah, and we low key saved his career. Yeah, for yeah, with us, bro. Like mm-hmm. he got paid after he came with us, dude. That's what we do. We just rehabilitate the guys. Pretty you much. Know? <laughs> That's we what turn we do, bro. Into, we, get, we turn them into pros. <laughs> I'm saying, bro, like we took, we took, we signed Seth for that really, you know, that really easy mm-hmm. contract originally. Then he goes off to another team, you know, gets gets paid, comes, goes to Portland, gets paid, comes back, gets even more paid. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Jay Crowder, same thing. Like, come on, man. Like, that was someone that a lot of people um were talking about us maybe getting back this offseason, which I wouldn't have been opposed to. I would have been, I would have been fine with Jay Crowder, bro. Yeah, man. I love Jay Crowder. I love the, I love the way he tweets, bro. <laughs> the all caps <laughs> tweets. Oh my god. All caps. All caps and like a punctuation and then like a period, period, exclamation, exclamation point, bro. Like, I don't even know like how you naturally do that. <laughs> That's the same with the, what do you call it? Uh, the kid Mero does that too. Oh, d- yeah. All yeah, his yeah, tweets yeah, are yeah. in caps. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I love the kid Mero, man. I love Diesel Mero. Oh, you do? That's my shit. No, hey, so for my birthday, uh, my uh, my fiance bought me the uh, the knowledge darts book. I have it too, yeah. What? Yeah, I love that. That book is great, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm laughing it sounds like it literally reads like their podcast and mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck it's and i love how they did like the different font styles exactly so like, who's speaking? Is, yeah. <laughs> and they have they have hands you know, in like everything i mean yeah, they're even I mean, in, they're even in uh anime too they just did a they just anime, didn't know what anime um, they well the one with the uh, i know they're the one with jaden smith jaden smith oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. oh shit the, 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 the neo yokio yeah mm-hmm. oh shit yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, they really, um, they really came up they just did they just did the obama interview Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually, oh, mm-hmm. I uh, I've been to the I've been to, on a recording, like I I, I got oh, to go. You? Yeah, I was trying to get oh, to go to more, cool. obviously with the pandemic and everything. But yeah. um, the one that I did was actually right after uh, they ended up having Kemba on because they recorded. A, I think they recorded two or three interviews. The episode that I went, so yeah. it was the one that they had Kemba on. Kem, Kemba awesome. and Dasha Polanco. So that was when you see how crazy Dasha Polanco look in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. She, they, and then. Bro, Fick. and then they were um <laughs> yes sir, <laughs> and uh and like they literally told us they were like yo the next guest like don't boo or anything because it was right after he signed with the Celtics. Oh so, okay. yeah, oh man, <laughs> no it's, yeah, they're, bro, they're great man. Why why you look over here when when he's talking about him signing with the Celtics, Justin? Don't look, don't look this he way because he should have gone to the Knicks. Hey man, listen, <laughs> him and Julius Randle. Listen, man. it's tough it. enough <laughs> being a Knicks fan. Y'all sitting here talking about DJ Augustine killing y'all. Alfred Gamino killing y'all. That's nice, y'all. Nice and all. But how's it feel when everybody comes into the garden and kills you? Niggas just coming to the garden any given night. Thirty. <laughs> the Knicks yep. play up against hey, us. Hey, hold on though. Hey, the Knicks, the Knicks went two zero against the Mavs though. Yeah. Nah, we did. We did. I, I give my I give my team credit for that. But that's about that was, that's all, about that was all Super Bowl, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Nah, nah. The the closest thing the Knicks fans ever been to the Super Bowl was Lin Sanity. That's probably the closest <laughs> bro, I've ever Lin felt. Sanity, dude. I'm telling you, they that need was, to. They need, time. they need to chalk it up. Everything up in the Knicks for the past twenty years because it's been completely irrelevant, and just do a thirty for thirty on Jeremy Lin because that shit was my <laughs> most memorable time as a Knicks fan, and that's saying a lot because Melo came <laughs> after that. Well, he was actually there during yeah. that time. He was already there. Yeah, he was already there. 
You know what I'm saying? But that was that dude. I'm, a I'm dagger saying. on Kobe, bro. Like, like, like come on, what? That's crazy. They got they got to put his Knicks jersey in the hall. Nah, they got for that they, run. I'm <laughs> saying, nah, they got to put that shit in the Nisman Basketball Hall of Fame just for that one little stretch. Because you think about a stretch like that, somebody who was undrafted in the NBA, that's unheard of, bro. Literally yeah, unheard right. of. Bro, man, Lynn, dude, Jeremy Lynn was a fucking killer, dude. I know I, he didn't sign anywhere yet, has he? Nah, he signed with. Did he say he um, signed with it's Golden supposed State? to be on Golden State, but it's like a State. conditional thing right oh, now. Oh, okay. yeah, because yeah, he had to get like provision from like the CBA and shit. Yeah, so you know what's uh, you know what's interesting about that, like bringing back up Lynn. I kind of like how you touched on like the uh, the European like fan base, like uh, Luca and things like that. I noticed that when Lynn was on the Nets. And there was a a huge like um, like influx of uh, Asian Twitter mm-hmm. to net, and yeah. not gonna lie, it was probably the most annoying thing in the world. Like really? it's because they're so because th- not a lot of guys come from you know overseas or yeah. that, that yeah. end up blossoming into stars. And then yeah. because of Lynn was such a high figure, yeah, you they don't really root for teams; they root for their guy. Yeah, yeah. and so it was yeah. just Jeremy Lynn stands everywhere. So was it? I guess kind of bring it back. Is it more so like just stands for KP and Luca, or are they more so like rooting for the Mavs but still have that kind I'm of I'm learning from culture? this because I'm not in that international Mavs Twitter. I just get like you, like Dalton, like the rest of like yeah. regular yeah. Mavs Twitter, I guess. So I so a lot of the guy, a lot of people now, like I think, you know, because it's almost like a thing with the NBA now too, where it's like, you know, people aren't like Lakers fans or, Ca- or Cavs fans. They're mm-hmm. LeBron fans, you know, well, like LeBron sexuals. They, yeah, Bronx Bronx actually, you know, they, they just, you know, they, you know, they follow a player, and you know, that I think shit is fucking annoying, yo. You can say it. You can, you, you can say it. Yeah, <laughs> it ruined it, it. I'm not gonna say it ruined basketball, but it made it a little bit less enjoyable, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like but, you can yeah. like players, but at least pick a team. Like that's the thing. Yeah. I'm a Mavs fan. I really like Dame Lillard. I really like Jimmy Butler, but I'm a Mavs yeah. fan. Like, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. So, uh, so when it comes to, like international fans, yeah. I think a lot of the people who like came on board last year and like this year, like, or whatever, like, fuck, whatever, you know, they, um, you know, they were there for like that particular person. Like I've seen a lot of people who are from Latvia and a lot of people who are from uh, Slovenia who are now like, okay, like, okay, we came here because of, you know, Luca KP, but now we're mouse fans. Mm-hmm. That happened a lot with German, German fans, actually. Like there are a shit ton of, you know, people who came because of Dirk. Mm-hmm. And I would say maybe like eighty percent of those people stuck after he left. Like you know, like after he retired. Like it's like the know, Yao so, effect with the Rockets. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, like, yeah, like you know, Yao had a bunch of like you know Chinese fans come out, you know, which is great, you know. But a lot of those stuck around regardless, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah. maybe that was like their first foray into like NBA, you know, like. So I think like as of right now, I think you know it's uh, in social media too is helping out where it's like you know you can kind of like get people to come and actually you know, stick around to be fans. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be like me or like the actual, like MB, like actual, like Mavs Twitter or like whoever, like there are certain things that people do interactions where it's like, okay, like these people are cool. Let's go and keep it. Let's go and like stick around. Like if Luca, you know, God forbid we're like to leave or like, you know, re- you know, if or like hopefully 20 up. years on, <laughs> or hopefully, or hopefully 20 years down the line, you know, go, you know, retires with us, you know, like hopefully like there'll be a, a slew of like Slovenia fans, you know, mm-hmm. who are like, who maybe like maybe they're like five years old, you know, like right now, and are growing up with you know mm-hmm. with him, you know, being a, being a fucking star here and stuff like that. So, you know, I think right now, like I think right now, like I think it's shifting just a little bit, you know, where it's like especially maps Twitter, where it's like, 
especially because like I feel like we're pretty welcoming. There are a couple of people mm-hmm. here and there who are a little more rough around the edges of mouse Twitter, but I feel like for the most part we're really wel- we're really welcoming and we'll be like, hey, like, you know, if you want to know more about the team, like here's the Wikipedia page, like here are some <laughs> documentaries you can watch. Like <laughs> here's the Wikipedia blah, blah, blah. page is you know? crazy. <laughs> Bro, I hey, I do that show all the time, dude. Like nah, if I, I like that. Uh, yeah, no, nah, that's 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 you yo, you're a real nice guy, yo. You're a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would like, not hey, fly man, in Nick's Twitter. Oh hell no! <laughs> but you don't know our pain. Be like, like what the? Be, what the fuck? I, be like, what the fuck? I've been suffering the past fifteen fucking years. You gonna walk in here and be a fucking Nick's for you? Fucking serious? Hell yeah! Hey, tingus, hey, tingus. It's tingus. A, hey, it's all good though, because at least you got the back page of the New York Post, right? Yeah. That's all that matters in New York. <laughs> That's a fact. Get the back page. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's crazy. Uh, a Knicks ten game losing streak would be on the back of the New York Post before a Nets ten game winning no. streak would ever get 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 promoted. This is how I know it is, right? So KD's game, the the preseason game against the Celtics, where he cooked for three quarters, right? The Knicks played that same day. Guess who got the back page? Emmanuel quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 20, 22 points to hey, a five. I like three. that kid though. Hey man, quickly might be all right, bro. I, think, <laughs> I need my son quickly. That guy looks uh, good. That guy yo, looks good. I, yeah, man. I, I hope quickly do his thing, bro. Like. Like, yeah, I, don't wanna, I, I just hope Tibbs plays him. He gonna, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you exactly what, what, what's, what's going to happen. The Mavs killer, Julius Randle, he's going to play mad minutes in the first <laughs> half of the season. Hopefully, that nigga gets traded at his highest value, and then all the youngins going to start playing more and more. Like, Obi's going to play more quickly. How do you know Obi's stopping? I like Obi. I like Obi. You like Obi? Right now, I like quickly a little bit more. It might just be a recency bias kind of thing. Yeah. But we was missing three-point shooting bad, and I can tell. Yeah. He might be yeah. a player, yo, real life. Okay. So I'm hoping that that quickly gets a lot of, of playing time. I think Obi's going to be gonna be real special, too. I think they need to, like, let... Like, like I said last time, I think they need to let the like bench offense run through Obi. Yeah. Because I feel like he's just used to being that scorer, being that guy. So at least being Big like, facts. all right, we'll run the offense through him and Big then just facts. let him be oh, great. Yeah. Big facts. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I was talking to one of my boys who's a Knicks fan. I told him straight up, like, this season is about a few things. First, we got to see if Tibbs is the coach or not. That that we should know by the, by the end, of the end of the season to see, like, yeah. how these dudes play. Because yeah. that's, that's, to me, the important part. We need a coach. After that... RJ got to develop. We got to see, like, how, yeah. how good, like, can he be a star or is he just a very good role player? And then yeah. after that, we got to develop. The, we got to see who the core is, whether it's Knox and Frank, which I hope is not, or whether it's Mitch, Quickly, and RJ. Like, hopefully what, I, what I'm thinking that is going to be. But, yeah. you know, we got to just see kind of how the season progresses with these dudes, you know? It's really crazy because um, my nephew is over uh andre and he's uh he's 16 now and um he's like grew up with Kyrie and stuff so he's uh, he's now he's a nets fan you know what i mean i was like i was like you're not even a nets fan he's like i'm not he was like i'm actually a knicks fan but like it's embarrassing but i like Kyrie, so i'll just watch nets games and stuff like that (laughs) and i'm like yo what do you mean it's embarrassing he's like if i'm in my group of friends and i say i'm a knicks fan they will roast me he was like it's bad (laughs) but i'm like like, that's really what it's like for like a teenager right now to be like i have to be a closeted knicks fan it may it actually makes perfect sense because you gotta think like i grew up in a generation like when the knicks weren't weren't good but like the generation before me they were good Mm. you know what i'm saying but Spree like, well. yeah, like Spree well, Allen Houston, Stephon Marbury, like we had players for a little bit. Fun Quentin Richardson. Yeah. That was Nate the first Robinson. basketball game we went to. It was a Knicks Wizards game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying like we act, we had some players, and then eventually we got mellow. So like that was like high school, like middle school kind of yeah. kind of times. So that's kind of like that part of Knicks fandom for me. But 
for a young guy, it makes no sense why a 16-year-old would be a Knicks fan. Their earliest memory of the Knicks is what? Losing? I mean, it was my earliest memory too, but who wants to be a fan of a losing franchise? It makes sense why the Nets would be now, I think, up and coming the more popular team, especially because they got bigger names, but... Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of it's it's funny because that's ironic because growing up a Nets fan, clowned literally mm -hmm. every school I went to, it's everybody's a Knicks Look fan. Look at you now. Look at me now, You're right? An anime protagonist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but it's I, it's kind of weird. I don't. I wouldn't. I would tell. I would. You said it's your cousin, right? It's my nephew. Your nephew. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's 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 an easy way out because if you really look at it, the Nets were. The Nets were an embarrassment. They were a dumpster fire after the Kevin Garden, after the Celtics trade, right? And everything oh, kind yeah. of blew over after oh, that. Yeah. The Nets were the laughing stock of the league. I mean, I I witnessed a 12 win season with Brooklyn. Well, not well, they when they were in Jersey. Like it hasn't yeah, been rough. peachy and, and, and roses. It's been a phenomenal job by Sean Marks to get them out of there. But I will say, like, it was like you talk about get it out the mud. Like, this has been get out the mud. So I think like Knicks fans, the time is coming. Like You've had like a string of like bad luck with like ownership and front office, but the tide is turning. Leon you got, Rose, you gotta stick West. with it. You gotta stick with it. But you know, I will say it will. It will never be. It will never be a, a Nets town. Even if the Nets win three straight championships, never be a Nets town. No, the best the Nets not. can do is be the New York Mets, and that that's the goal. Because even though the Mets will always be little brother to the New York Yankees, when the Mets are good. You feel it. You still feel it in the city. Yeah. You still feel it. When in they the city. made the World Series, everyone was like, I was out here like, yo, I really hope they win. Like, for mm -hmm. the, not for Mets fans, because a lot of them are terrible, but like for <laughs> the organize, like for the Mets, you want to see yeah. people like David Wright be like, yo, like, make, have these accolades for your career that you deserve, like things like that. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's a shame because y'all are going to be good and like KD being back, like, <sighs> KD looks, <laughs> he looks very good. KD, KD looks ready. He's ready for tonight. I'm pulling receipts. I'm just saying I've had receipts for the past 15 or so years. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Just this. I, you I, don't I, go I, back to 05 and tell pull out, out of He's going to pull Jimmy out a little from, notepad. Uh, <laughs> That's his superpower is actually time time travel. Time travel. You I'm telling you. You don't go back back to fourth grade and smack Jimmy in his face? Bro, I, I'm just letting you know right now. And I've been tell, I've oh, been crazy. saying this. He's going to go back to the temple. If <laughs> I if the Nets win a championship with KD and Kyrie in, the, in these three years, I will be the most ignorant the most ignorant person you've ever met. You got to pull up to the studio in a, fur, in a fur coat and a KD jersey. Like, I'm telling I'm telling everybody, suck my dick. And that's just, we're just going to go about it as we, like, that's it. JT going to start just wearing robes yeah, nah, to the podcast. Exactly. It's just going to be nothing but silk black robes with a big B on the back. <laughs> For big no shirt. <laughs> no shirt. Ta taco meat out and about. For big blood. <laughs> Man, man's going to pull up to the podcast and not even talk. Be like, Justin, what's your opinion on it? Nets won a championship. Period. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. That's get to get it. the replica ring. You think you think you think I'm speaking basketball to anybody that hasn't won a ring in the past five years? Absolutely not. <laughs> I would, yeah. Five years is crazy. <laughs> I'm about to say it. We're like shit. JT's gonna have his own podcast. It'll be right. like us talking and then just his segment. I'm only later. talking to Warrior fans and Laker fans. <laughs> oh man. Oh Lord Jesus. Speaking so, of Peter, speaking of Lakers, real quick, man. Yo, so how you feel about about the about them winning the championship this past season, man? Like, what was your old, whole thoughts on the, on the bubble Lakers, all of that good stuff? Are you a, are you an angry Mavs fan when it comes to the Lakers? Like, are you one who just hates nah, the Lakers, hate the Lakers? Bro, I you know once we once we swapped them yep. in twenty eleven, I didn't give a fuck anymore. Like whatever, bro. <laughs> yep. Like like that, like that, and obviously like plus like you know the unfortunate passing of Kobe. Like I'm just mm, like I don't yeah. you know 
I don't have any animosity towards that towards that franchise anymore. But uh, I mean, like, bro, it's a ring. Like, it counts. Like, it, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's there. Like, you know, I can't. You know, I I know like the bubble was it was uh it was hard for some people. You know, some players like I know like even if, like for us, you know, like pe- like regular people like out and about like being stuck in my house like all summer or whatever like that shit sucks you know like you know, it's like it's like what the fuck like you know i couldn't go anywhere or do anything like you know and uh i couldn't imagine just like you kind of like i get some nice resort and stuff like that just like you gotta see the same people every fucking day you know like mm. not you see your see, family like, you, you can't see your family mm. up until like unless like you make like what i think it was like the, the th- like you know the covers finals or whatever you couldn't you know you know it's, it's hard man and uh you know, it's a ring. Like I'm not. I don't have any mossy towards them or anything like that. Like, I'm happy. You know, some 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 fans on Twitter try to come at me, and I'm like, okay, like, that's, that's the Mickey Mouse ring. Like, well, no, because someone tried to come at me, and it was like, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, like yeah, y'all got one ring versus like our like 17. And I was like, well, and I saw like he his he was from Dallas, and I was like, oh, like okay, cool. Like, what's your favorite part of LA? <laughs> <laughs> like, like where like where do like you know you had to take like, the conversation it, there yeah but i was like I was, I was like is the east side like where do you look at man like where you where you look where you living at man? <laughs> i was in crayons where are you trying to go man where you stay where but, your uh, grandma stay let me know let me know bro but, no but uh you know just like it's whatever bro they're always gonna, uh fucking lakers fans are always gonna be super annoying like i just like whatever bro like you know they're always no matter where they go they're always gonna like you know take over like the arena that they're at mm-hmm, once God. fans are allowed to come back like you know it's whatever like I feel like at that's point, that's how people look at Yankee fans. Yo, yeah, Yankee fans are like that too, though, bro. Yeah, Yankee fans Yankee are the fans, worst. Yankees, Cowboys, and fucking Lakers, bro. Yo, I say it all the time, but you know it's crazy though. We're all Yankee fans in here, though. Like we're 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 yeah. all. But we like, understand. But how we understand. No, Yankee, 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 fans, Yankee are. fans are the worst. Cowboys <laughs> fans are the worst. Patriot fans are the worst. Laker fans are the worst. That's it, what I'm saying. It is what it is. Yankee fans are the no. Yankees fans are like the. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. You know what I'm saying Aaron Judge had go go over four one game. Be like trade him. He fucking sucks. He's terrible. He strikes out all the time. You know what I'm saying next game <laughs> hits two home runs. He's the greatest player I ever seen. Listen, Best if, right fielder in the league. All I'm saying is if. <laughs> If the stars on the Yankees were white right now, it would be so bad. Oh, bro. Dude. Oh, bro. If the stars on the Yankees were white, oh, man. It would be a mess with I, Staten Island Yankee fans. Staten, oh, yeah. No, I could. I could. I could Staten only Island. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, I've, I've, listened, I've listened to enough D's and Merrill to kind of know the fucking geography of like mm-hmm. where everyone's at now. Yeah. <laughs> New York. Yeah. Okay. yeah like, I know things. Staten Island now is like the terrible part. Terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, one thing I want to ask you is now with um recently, one of the things about free agency, and we kind of spoke about it last week, everyone's signing extensions right now, including a lot of people that Mavs fans are looking at as targets. I know recently um you posed a question on Twitter and a lot of people were saying OG, which is something I didn't really think about, but he just signed yeah. that big extension. Gobert just signed yeah. the extension. So now what do we do for free agency? This was a year that was supposed to be a big free agency year. What do we do? Uh- I mean, you know what, man? Like, first of all, congrats to Ruby Gobert because that contract is going to look like shit. 204 <laughs> years, bro, for a man that dunk and play defense. Shit not, crazy. His, not his being bigger than um Donovan's. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, time. he has he has the third largest contract in the NBA history, like, ever, bro. Like, yeah, it's the ben biggest Wallace is rolling man. around in... Oh, man, this is crazy. <laughs> Can't believe Can't it. believe that shit. Can't so good it. for him. Look, good for him. I didn't want to give him that money, so thank God. Yeah. Someone else did. So, uh, I don't know, man. Like... We're gonna give we're gonna give uh, Josh Richardson the bag probably. Uh, I don't know how much of that's gonna be, but you yeah. know it'll be quite a bit. 
Um, I like him a lot. I liked him before, but like he's fit in so seamlessly and is playing better. He's funny as fuck too, bro. He's so fucking funny and interesting. I'm like, okay, cool, bro. Like I I said on my podcast, but I was like, oh man, he seems like a type of guy like I could like go smoke a joint and just like play fucking Mm -hmm. like Tekken or whatever (laughs) for a few hours, you know, just like just hang out with him. But uh, you know, he's probably gonna get a bag. Um, fuck, who else, man? I. I know everybody's like thinking like Kawhi, 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 and I'm like, mm. bro, I, he's not coming, bro. I, first of all, I don't, I don't even know if I want him to come just because like I saw that uh, athletic piece about the Clippers and just like mm-hmm. how like Uncle know, Dennis is a menace, to, yeah, Uncle Dennis you know, is the, crazy <laughs> for to, for real. I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't, I, I don't want him, bro. Like, I just don't think I want him. You know, if he's gonna, if he's getting the extra treatment that he was getting like of the Clippers, like mm-hmm. I can't see like Mark Cuban being cool with that in the first place anyway, like. You know, like Mark Cuban's cool, but like he's also like kind of like an alpha, you yeah. know. And if someone like you know thinks that you know they're above him or whatever reason, like especially he, someone you know, like fucking Uncle Dennis <laughs> trying to boss yeah, Mark Cuban around, yeah, bro. You know, bro. Like, nah, uh, I don't, dude. Think about what he I did to Rondo or no Lamar Odom in the playoffs. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if you guys don't know the story. He walked in the locker room and went, "Are you in? Like, are you with us or not? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, people don't do that to players, especially someone with the caliber of Lamar Odom." Like people, yeah. owners don't do that shit. Damn. Yeah. So. Damn, man. No, but yeah, like, but man. I mean, like, <laughs> but I'm like for next. Mm. Yeah, but for next year, man, for this coming year, like, I think we're gonna do what we always done and just make our bread and butter at the trade deadline, or awesome off season trades. Like you know, like Depot. There are a couple guys. I'm like, oh yeah, I'd be down to have them. Like I know, uh, Victor Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Like if Tim Harvey Jr. was like, okay, I'm leaving. You know, I think if you know, otherwise I'd probably keep Tim, but. uh you know, I I, I, had, I I tweeted out whenever we got Josh Richardson because I know people were mad. I was like, oh, we fucking traded Seth. We traded Seth. And I was like, dude, to make an omelet, you got to break some fucking eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, like some guys are going to have to go. I don't know who they're going to be at the moment. Like, I wish I could like peer into like Don, you know, Don Nelson's brain. Mm-hmm. Just kind of be like, hey, like, who the fuck are we thinking about? Like, you know, who like who is expendable? I think on this roster for the Mavs, I think everybody except for Luke is expendable on this roster. Like. Mm-hmm. Like if the price is right for KP, like hey man, you know I don't, I'm, not, I'm not mad at that either because his injury history got to be a concern yeah. at some point, yo. It's oh, absolutely. Just, I do like him absolutely. having another year with the Mavs training staff because they have a really yeah. good reputation. But like, yeah, yeah I, I kind of agree with that. And it's like a lot of people think of those two as the untouchables because they're friends. You know, you got to think of all this stuff. But like, I, if the price is right, man, like yeah. the price got to yeah. be nice though. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll take Giannis, bro. Like if he's yeah. unhappy after. Like, yeah, if he's unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck it. I'll whatever. It, that's that's money well it. spent right there. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think that um like Depot, I think obviously like I think if this Wizards thing doesn't work, even though with like we said, once they, they could trade it for Russ, you I feel like Beal's not going anywhere. That was someone that I really yeah. wanted. Um yeah, yeah. but I think Tim is probably our quote unquote biggest piece right now outside of like Porzingis, where it's yeah. like someone that's gonna get value. Um I do see us keeping joggers i don't know man it's just we're in a weird place and also i, w- I kind of pose this question to the guys too like i feel like this is a year where everyone was so hyped for free agency but with all of these extensions we're seeing to big name free agents do you feel like it has to do with the pandemic because in my head i'm like pandemic shortened season maybe these are all people who expected to boost their value going into free agency to get big contracts but now because you don't know what's going to happen people are like fuck it i'm in a situation that i'm cool with i don't really mind changing i might as well just take the bread and just stay here yeah i think at this point i think 
man, this pandemic fucked up everything for everybody, mm-hmm. like across <laughs> the board for everybody. You know, like yeah, I mean, like even like personally, like you know, I had a I had a wedding I was supposed to have mm-hmm. in uh, in November. It's you know happened next November now, but uh, in terms of like NBA stuff, man, like yeah, like I think a lot of all these guys, like even Tim, you know, he saw mm-hmm. oh shit, like you know, like I might be able to get the bag, I might have been able to, but now I can't. So let me just go ahead and just take my money now, mm-hmm. you know, and just wait and see what happens. Take the option. I think everybody, you know, I think everybody's just like, hey, like, you know, extension, you're giving me extension. Okay, dude. Does it cool with like we've seen like you know, players can get out of situations if they need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, start like James Harden's trying that shit right now, you know, like yo, he, you know, you saw, like, you saw that he threw bas- a basketball at homie. <laughs> yeah, he's wild. Bro, I, saw right now. Sh- I saw shit. I was like, okay, dude, okay, you're trying to go the Jimmy Butler route, bro, but but you're not I know Jimmy. Gonna work. <laughs> I know, like I don't think it's gonna work, bro. Like I don't know, dude. You might nah, be- he's gonna get his way out of there because they're gonna uh, because it, he's doing it on purpose, bro. Like there's yeah. no way. Like James yeah. Harden has been, has been in the league long enough to know what the fuck right from wrong is. Yeah, yeah. So, I think I don't, don't think, and, and I don't think Jimmy did it on purpose. I think Jimmy was just like, "I'm tired of y'all motherfuckers not Jimmy, taking this no, shit no, no, seriously." No, no, no. Jimmy did it on purpose. Jimmy was trying to prove a fucking point. Yeah, and no, but they, I don't think Jimmy was doing it to try and get traded. I oh, think he was doing it to right. be like, "Y'all need to grow the fuck up." Yeah, like if Kevin to- Garnett couldn't fucking it couldn't inspire uh, Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns to be better, you know, Jimmy was out here fighting a losing battle. Yep. But like, hey, man. Do you, what do you think is going to happen with Harden? I saw uh, someone just put together a bunch of trade packages. and yeah, Fucking trade packages. <laughs> dude, well, one, the Nets, the Nets one is ridiculous. They, I, It's a terrible move for them, and I don't think no, they're going to the do Nets, it at all. The Nets will have to give I up still think the, I still think the it would be the best move for the Sixers, but the Warriors could put together a really good trade package. For James Harden? Yeah. Steph and James Harden? Yeah. Oh, my God. I oh, they would yeah. put together a really good package I without losing clay. Or Draymond without losing Clay. What? The yeah, fuck? it was just it was basically all the role players, fucking um Wiseman, and picks. Nah, so it only works nah. on paper because they can't. There's no way they trade Draymond and or Clay. Well, how? What? No, that's, money. that's what I said. Got to be because money. No, that's why it was a lot of players. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of players. It <laughs> was like how, you know how the Nets one is like 15 players and the Ben Simmons one is two. Like it's yeah. like that. Like organizationally, I think Draymond <laughs> like, just means too much to the franchise. Like. Say what you will about like how he is as a player and as as a person. I think he, when you think about the Warriors, yeah. you think of Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Like he I is the heart yeah. of, yeah. like he's almost like not not in the same sense, but he is almost like their Rodman. Like yeah. how Rodman was like just the the yeah. personality. Mm-hmm. He that that's what Draymond is to the Warriors. Yo, I really hope in twenty years they drop like a last dance for like the for like the Warriors in their prime, yo. Because I feel like just all the drama with fucking from Katie, last year or yeah, two years ago with Katie yeah and with, with, Ka- with Katie and Draymond and all of that shit and like everything that they had to go through to win and like all of that shit against LeBron, like that shit would have been crazy. But to but just bring it back to Harden real quick. Yo, I think the Sixers is probably the best and most yeah. realistic yeah. location That's for him to go. And I think it's the best for both teams. And I think so because yo, you cut your look. It's an up. It's an upgrade for the Sixers because you get a you get a a, a better lefty that can shoot, obviously, and probably yeah. will work better with 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 Joel Embiid. Now I'm not saying that Ben Simmons isn't isn't good. But the, him not, not having fits. him not having a perimeter game, it's limiting Embiid's game because he can't stretch the floor. Yeah, I've said this, exactly. man. You can't you can't yeah. play them together. I also found the thing with the trade um the packages. I'm so I'll, I'll tell you guys, and you guys can can uh, you know weigh in. So the Sixers one, which I still think is the best, was Ben Simmons, Terrence Ferguson, a 2021 first round pick, and a 2023 first round pick. The yeah. Nets one, I'm not even gonna read the Nets one because it's a waste. The Knicks one. 
RJ Julius, oh 2021 first round pick, 2023 first round pick, 2025 first round pick, and two second oh, round shit. picks. Mellow, mellow trade. Yeah. Sorry, not doing it again. Uh, no, I, was like, I was like, not some mellow trade all over again, dude. Yes. Nuggets. That's exactly what that is. Gary Harris, Will Barton, Michael Porter Jr., 2021 first round pick, 25 first round pick. Oh, that's, 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 that's enticing. That's a little interesting. That's a good. That's a, that's a good one. I like that. One. To see, yeah. to, see like Jer- to see, but that's the thing, though. I don't think they would trade. They would, if they traded him, they wouldn't trade him in the West. I don't think. So you basically trade away your two, I guess, best perimeter defenders. They've already lost all it. They're going all in on offense and basically doing the say, opposite those of what are the, we did. Gary Harris and so. Will Barton is still the only people that can actually play defense like that on that team. So you trade them away. Yeah. Who? <laughs> You're just gonna hope to score 140 every night, basically, pretty much. Basically, yeah. like, like like what the Nets are doing. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> like like with our Josh Richardson move, as much as we lost Seth, we had the best offense in history. We needed to get better defensively. We needed to get exactly. above average on defense. We'll, we'll figure out the scoring. The Nuggets <laughs> lost the defense they, this offseason already, so now they're just like, all right, I guess we're just gonna go all in on scoring. Go all in, bro. Fuck yeah, it. I mean that's a good to me. If I'm if I get that from the Nuggets and on the Rockets, that's an interesting offer. But I don't think they'll trade them in the West either. Then the Warriors one was Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, 2021 first round pick, 23 first round pick, and 25 first round pick. Wow, I think that's the, too much, bro. Those first round picks, picks don't mean anything. The pick situation. The yeah. pick. The pick, well, um, picks in the NBA are weird, but go ahead, continue. Those are those are the ones that they have. Because if, and if, if you one. trade Harden to the Warriors, that means those first round picks become null and void because you expect them to be good. So those first round mm-hmm. picks are going to be at the back end of the draft. Yeah. But also, neither of them are going full rebuild because I still think that the Rockets, even without Harden playing, I'm not saying they're at the same level. But John Wall isn't a scrub, and Christian Wood no, is a, a Christian Wood was a valuable free agent. Definitely not a scrub. So they still, I don't think the Rockets like. Are full rebuild yet? I think they're trying to do an accelerated one if they flip hard. The only loser here is Steven Silas, and I feel yeah. bad, bro. Like this, yep. like first of all, he came Silas, from he, he came from the fucking Mavericks mm-hmm. organization. As a yeah, bro. Coach, you know what I'm saying so. It's like that shit is just crazy. Not he didn't know the, that this all of this bullshit was gonna happen. Like when he took the job, mm-hmm. but it's crazy yeah, nah. how like after the fact, everybody's just like, all right, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go, I want to leave. And it just kind of speaks on what you were talking about before when you said that, yo, the superstars have so much power in terms of, like, how they want to be moving, like, all of that. So, it's, mm. it, to me, it's crazy. At least John Wall is enjoying Houston. Hey, man, listen. listen. And he's playing well, man. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah I, yeah, I've heard he's been playing well. To be honest, I'm not, like, a preseason dude. I can't get into preseason. Once the games start, I'm yeah. going to see it. I'm going to see it. I cast Today. the highlights. That's it. Yep. So tomorrow night I get to see my Knicks and then I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we're, we're tomorrow night too. Yes. We're tomorrow. Yes. Oh yeah, we are tomorrow night. Who do you Late. I think the Suns, right? Suns? I think first game is Suns. Yeah, we're late too, bro. We play like at nine. Nine Texas time. Oh Jesus. Nine Texas time. Oh shit. No, that's like ten thirty us. Yeah, I'll Jesus. probably be editing. So yeah, <laughs> have that shit on the background. All right, so let me ask you. So who you got? So who you got tonight? So it's gonna be Nets and uh, Nets and Golden State, and then uh, Lakers, Lakers Clippers. Uh, tonight I got. LeBron's playing, right? He has to be playing, right? Yeah, LeBron, yeah he's, he's got to. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, like the, the whole, the whole, the whole idea of them like not fucking playing for like, like a Until month until January. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 re- they, re- they really thought it is so. Yo, just all right, just real quick. It's crazy how like the NBA couldn't find a way to like do it after Christmas, but the NHL I think is starting in mid January. Yeah, bro. And, and I, I think they I, ended I, around I, the same bro. time. It's yeah. crazy, crazy how that happened. But they have less games. I don't though. know, bro. They only get in like fifty games. Oh, they only get fifty and they, games, and, and they're not. I think they have to have a separate division for Canada because Canada doesn't yeah, like they do, travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. word. so like it's all the Canada teams in one division, and they're not 
coming to the states. Yeah, where's um, yeah. where the Raptors playing out of again? Uh, Tampa. Ooh, Tampa, Tampa bro. Tampa yeah. at the Lightning Arena. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty tough. And then I think the Blue Jays are playing. Fuck, I don't know where the Blue they were, Jays. Are they were playing, playing in Buffalo. They were playing. At, they were at the, playing the, the, Buffalo. Yeah, the minor league stadium. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. dude, that's hilarious. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Uh, nah, got baseball but, uh, season through the summer, or else they would have been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this, uh, I think, uh, for tonight, I got, I got, uh, I got Brooklyn. Go, I got Brooklyn when I got LA. LA Lakers winning. Okay, tonight. all right, all right. I might, par- thinking, like, I might parlay that. All right, I'm just, you know, <laughs> take your take your word. Please don't do that, bro. Please don't do that. <laughs> don't take your betting advice. Nah, I feel you. <laughs> no, I not. always, I always joke like I'm gonna put like my life savings on a. The uh, the Mavs winning it all, and everybody's like, oh, you're not gonna do that. I'm like, of course I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Why the fuck would I do that for real, bro? Like, I'll, yeah, like, I put twenty down, like, <laughs> twenty cash, whatever. You know, see how. What, see. what am I getting from this? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, man. This okay. is good. I'm I'm glad, and it it's cool. Like that you are so personable because it's like out of the people on Mavs Twitter, where it's like you said, everyone kind of knows each other. Mm. I feel like for us, it's like t- top tier Mavs Twitter. Everyone else. Like you interact with people, Dalton will interact with me. Like I've had Dalton make memes for me and stuff before. Um, oh, and then it's people great. like Josh Eberly who like oh, he'll respond every now and again. But like then there's oh, other people Josh who are just very Eberly. <laughs> Josh Eberly is great, bro. I, I love, love that Josh dude. Eberly. He is. Bro. It's it's funny because there's a lot of people that have like mixed feelings about Everly because mm. he'll uh, he does have good tweets, but every once in a while he'll throw out something. It's you know, seventy five like, twenty five for me. What's going on here, bro? Like. <laughs> Uh, he follows he, me though, so I kind of got to be like whatever. He followed me back. He followed me back. I, see, I feel more official now that now that I'm getting like a little bit more into uh, this that writing thing. report thing, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, more, more, more verified people are following me. So, hey, I'm man, like, listen, hey. you get the, you get the check. Yo, you already know what you're gonna have to do next, right? Bro, if I get first of all, if I get a blue check, you thought I was gonna be bad if if the Nets win a championship. If you get yeah. verified, God God help us all if I get verified on Twitter, <laughs> oh, bro. I never want to be verified. I can't do it. Oh, you can't do it. It's too much pressure. <laughs> too, much, too much power, bro. Like I don't want to do that. <laughs> influence uh, people's lives. It's weird. It's weird because like I know like uh, some subreddits they have Twitters. Like I know uh, um, college football. Mm-hmm. Like they're verified. Yeah, I think NCAA is too. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Y'all, y'all tweet about fucking like college sports. That's not mm-hmm. even like you don't even get paid for that shit. Like, <laughs> why the fuck? Not legally anyway. Not like you know yeah. above the table. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> Charles Barkley being like, I would have gave Dirk a lot of money to go to Auburn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I bet you would have. I bet you would have. Like, oh, uh, Goddamn. I mean, I guess with that we could just kind of do our little, our little dabble into the Jets and the Steelers. Yeah, sure. Uh, why not? What uh? Yeah. Quickly, listen. Quick, just <laughs> I, mean, I know cost. how you guys are. I mean, I know the jokes already about like them. Oh, you won, but at what cost? But here's what. <laughs> 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 He's looking at it. I mean, but here's the thing, right? Go, go crazy. So, in in my head, right? I I tend to more so side with like players, player apologists when it comes to like talking about sports and things like that. I understand, like from a organization and fan point of view yes winning the game throws a monkey wrench into the trevor lawrence sweepstakes but i'm not gonna bash players on the team that i root for as I you shouldn't mm-hmm. as, as i should. like i'm not gonna be mad that freaking frank players Gors, don't want to lose yeah, every that game frank Gors yeah. a touchdown i'm not gonna be mad that ty johnson got his first career touchdown like i'm not mad that marcus may made an, an unbelievable play at the end of the game like they deserve it they work hard like they've been taking shit all season like i get that right so they deserve the win on the flip side, yeah, you you messed up your draft, your draft state. Trevor Lawrence may end up being the next Peyton Manning or whatever, right? But 
whatever. At the same time, <laughs> that's a big. <laughs> that's a big. Yeah, one at the same out. time, me personally, that's the most embarrassing thing is going on in sixteen as a as as, as a fan. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way you're gonna tell a Lions fan or a Browns fan, yeah, it's not that bad because history says. It doesn't really work out. 0-16 Lions, what did that get them? Baker got them boys hooping right now, though. All right. But we still don't know that yet, I have right? a caveat to this, but go ahead. Right? The last time a generational quarterback actually came to fruition was 1998 with Peyton Manning, right? You could say Andrew Luck, but the organization failed Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. which is what my thing with Trevor Lawrence. I don't. I believe Trevor Lawrence will be great. I don't believe the Jets, and I've seen this my entire life, will be good enough to foster a team around Trevor Lawrence to where he can be successful. And that's why I don't. That's why I get into argument with Jets fans. It's like Trevor Lawrence doesn't solve all your problems. Mm-hmm. All right, Trevor Lawrence is just one piece in a pie that is a big cluster fuck of mess up. In, in the pie from the help. The pie from the help. Yes. Wow. No, it's the pie from American Pie. Oh God! Exactly. I was about to say, the pie, the pie <laughs> from the help is not the type of pie that you want. No, it is not. So that's that's basically what it what it is. Like I understand losing out on Trevor Lawrence sweeps. Like it could be detrimental to the franchise, but at the same time, you could draft Trevor Lawrence and he could end up being either a bust or the team pulls an Andrew Luck and he retires in six years because you don't want to build a, a offense line around him. Okay, mm. so here's my caveat to the 0 16 thing. Right? All right, you even said it before. Nets twelve wins. What happened all of these years later? I I feel like. If your team is bad for a stretch of time, and obviously the Knicks don't apply to this because we're just been bad forever, but for the most part, teams that are bad for a little bit, like, all right, whatever, the Lions, they went 0-16, then they drafted Matt Stafford. All right, that relatively has worked out for them. Coaching has failed him. And that's why I understand that organization comes into this more than anything. Browns went 0-16, then they drafted Baker Mayfield. All right, so at first you can say that the organization failed them, but now the Browns are a 10-1 football team. I don't think that 0-16 necessarily makes a difference in the moment if something positive comes at, comes to it after the fact. Yet, it's embarrassing in the moment, but Jets fans would have rather gone 0-16 and draft the Trevor Lawrence next year than go 1-15 and be unsure what to do with the second pick if that's how this situation plays out. And now we're getting embarrassed anyway. Between the Adam Gay situation from oh, the yeah. Buffalo anyway, regardless, it's rough being a fan, but I still do think that like... I, I just feel like it's just the pride of the players to not want to do it. But at the same time, we have come out week by week and being like, damn, these motherfuckers are throwing at halftime. And it's like, it's not their fault. So, They're just not talented Y'all are just going to end up with Adam Gase next season again. That, that's, and that's the that's thing. The so like, if the Jets draft Trevor Lawrence and they were like, yeah, we're going to bring back Adam Gase. What was it all for? What was it all for? It did. The, the thing with the Browns cost? is that, and, and like you said, they drafted Baker Mayfield. They're chefing right now. But look what they did organizationally. Got rid of Hugh Jackson, mm-hmm. who was a... Fraud, right? I mean, not even a fraud because he was never he was never good to begin with, right? Yeah. They got rid of Dorsey because his only claim to fame was being part of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and drafting Mahomes, right? Got rid of Dorsey. Now they bring in a whole bunch of other new pieces, organizationally build up from the bottom. Boom, Kevin Stefanski now, Andrew Barry on top. Yep, look at that. And you surround Baker with weapons: OBJ, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. You have a great defense spearheaded by uh, Garrett. Uh, Garrett. Mm-hmm. There you go. You, you build the team. And that's the thing. I think Jet fans just want the quick fix. And that's what I'm afraid of. That's man. that's the caveat of being a New York fan is the impatience of being a New York fan. There's every outside of like the Nets, but y'all were in Jersey for a long ass time. It's like every team, like it, it feels like when you're in a big market, you have to be win now. It's like you're not allowed to do rebuilds in big markets. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with the Nets. When we went 12 and 70, we're two owners removed from that. Mm. Like, we went from uh, Mikhail Prokhorov 
and now we got Joe uh, Joe Side. That's so crazy how fast like ownership turned around and it turned around in basketball versus like other sports because it, it'd be such a big deal in like football or even baseball when there's like a new owner that yeah. comes in. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think the owner, the owner is what sets the precedent, the tone. So like the Jets yeah. will, I think the Jets will be forever bad until the Johnsons either sell the team or just give up. You know, they're staking, control, control in football matters, you know, and I think you guys, you know, same know, thing with Nolan. Yeah. With Dolan. Dolan. Yes, but, but with you having like, uh, you know, Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. somebody that is a fan. And I think that's the problem with a lot of owners in sports in general. You don't have a lot of fans of the sport. You have a lot of people that I make a lot of money. I want to buy a sports team because it's a toy. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mark Cuban, you can see he loves the Mavericks. He loves basketball, mm-hmm. right? He's at the games. He's getting it. Like my favorite Mark Cuban memory is him getting into the fight with the uh, the with ref. The, with the ref, yeah. <laughs> like like that's yeah. what I want to see. Like that's like that's that's the type of. It's the equivalent of Aaron Boone getting thrown out and being yeah. like, "This is the strike zone." We got zone. savages <laughs> in the box. Like that's the type of owner I want. Steve Ballmer, even though he's kind of a pushover, and we saw it from the athletic article article that you referenced, you know, with Uncle Dennis and all the special treatment that Kawhi got. At least he's at the games. He's engaged. You know, he wants the best for. That team because he's a basketball fan, and with the Mets, Steve Cohen, he's a Mets fan, a baseball fan, so he's going to do everything in his power to make the Mets not only a winner but make them relevant. I don't see that with the Johnsons because Woody is too busy playing uh, politician over in the UK, but he's coming back soon because Donald's out of the you know the office now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But. <laughs> right, he's um, going to come back just to run the Jets. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 I, I see what you're saying, and I, obviously Trevor Lawrence doesn't solve all of the problems, but I feel like that can be the beginning of some. It's like, still like, nice to have someone to root it, for. It's, it's still, a glimmer of hope. It is. You know what I'm saying? Because after this, like, all right, going into next season, zero and sixteen Jets. All right, one question is solved: Who's going to be quarterback next season? You also that, can't I, get that, worse that, than zero yeah, sixteen. Can't get worse. So. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, w- w- the biggest question mark. Wait, isn't it Owen seventeen this year? Mother, mother, oh, no, mother sorry, sorry. God damn, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my point off. Sorry, but anyways, um, the biggest question that would have been answered is who's going to play quarterback, which would have been Trevor Lawrence. There's so much other things surrounding that, but now it's like, what's the what's the next step? Do y'all draft Justin Fields? Do y'all keep Donald for another season, build the offensive line. Do y'all get more weapons, which should be a thing anyway. But you know, I think that's probably the biggest. You know. Thing, thing, thing going forward with the Jets. But I do understand, like, I feel like my team, shit, I wouldn't want to see my team go 0 16. But at the end of the day, fuck, if we can get Trevor Lawrence out of it, it's like. If and uh, you've been pedaling and being asked for multiple years at this point, you might as well just hit rock bottom because you can only go up from there. It sucks because, like, the only, like, it only works or it's only worth it if you get a Super Bowl. Like, you could go, like, if Trevor Lawrence comes and you go to multiple playoffs and shit like that, that's cool. But now you're in a situation just like the Detroit Lions, where Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. A man. good quarterback. I think he's underrated. He probably mm-hmm. would be, if they had a better team around him, he'd probably be considered a great quarterback. But if he was on the, the Chargers, they would have done better. Yeah. But, they did with Phillip Rivers. You know, so that's 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 really what it is. You have your organization, you have your foundational pieces. I actually just wrote an article, my first Jets article, literally all season. That's how bad it's been. Um, so it should be coming out like in like a day or two. But Makai Becton, a hit like that was mm-hmm. like probably one of the best hits I've seen in a, in a Jets draft in a while, right? Mims, Quinnen Williams, mm-hmm. right? Marcus May, we got it, we got to resign him because he's he's a stud, and and Denzel Mims. But like to, to to your point, we have I have never seen Darnold with weapons outside of the Todd Bowles New York Jets, which even is saying that's saying a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Darnold Mono last year still had no weapons when he like he had Robbie Anderson, but he still had Adam Gates as a, as a coach. This year 
Shoulder injury, but look who he's throwing. His best wide receiver is is uh, Perryman. Ugh. We're not. I don't want to talk. Hey, my, my man is not. I got a fair shake. So yeah. it sucks to suck, but you know who else sucks? The Steelers. Steelers do suck. <laughs> Steelers. Because I have no words. Yeah, they're frauds. Yeah. Suck. Do you do you have any uh, do you have any any comments on that? Yeah, like, what's your opinion on that? Like, is it the more Steelers? so? Is it just a, a a rivalry game? Like that's why, or are the Steelers just these big frauds? I, I I've been saying all year. I have some friends who are Yinzers who are from you know. And obviously, like I'm a cowboy. Like I grew up a Cowboys fan, so like mm. I know like that like Nasty. old ass rivalry or whatever, right? And uh, so uh, I've been talking shit, you know, all season. Like, hey, like y'all, yeah, y'all are winning, but they ain't playing play nobody. Shitty ass teams this year. Yeah, thank you. Yes, I'll play some. It's like I'll play some shitty ass teams, man. Like you know. Like yeah, Ben Rossberry looked like a fucking fraud last night though. So <laughs> yeah, he Listen, looked like man. a fucking fraud. All I'm saying <laughs> is, if the, the Ravens didn't Bengals. play them COVID, if the Ravens didn't play them COVID, the Browns can win the division, and also the Ravens can win the division. Browns still yeah. can win the division. No, they, they can't. They can. Yeah, I don't think can. so. No, bro, Browns they, can. Bro, the the Steelers are eleven and three right now. Browns is ten and four. They the played. They, they, they played again to on win week seventeen night to clinch. Yep. They, but with the division yep. series, I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I think they. I. I th- math some there I, I I don't know. There's some <laughs> way that the Browns can still win. It's the not it doesn't go all right. It's all right. So if the head to head is tied, it doesn't go by point differential by that. It goes by division record after that, if that makes sense. So I think their division record is tied right now. It's not. It's oh, not. Shit. No. I know if they want to see no, if the Ravens don't, they, don't they there's still a division game at the end of the season, right? Yeah, it's their last game. Yeah, and the Browns are playing who? Well the Steelers. Browns have two losses already. Three. Two or three. Three division losses. They, lo- they lost to the. They didn't. They beat the Bengals twice, I believe, or I think they played it. All right, I gotta look at it. But anyhow, I they said it last <laughs> night, so I'm gonna go what they said. They being they, you know. Here we go. The go Browns crazy. beat the Bengals twice. Yes. They lost the Ravens twice. They lost the Steelers once. So they have the to Steelers beat. only have one division loss. No, they have two. No, oh, now they have oh, two. Oh, no, no, no. No, they you're right. One they only loss. have one. They that only the have first one. Division the Bengals. Loss. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was trying to see if the Ravens had a chance to sneak in. Well, hey, listen, if the Steelers lose next week, which is very possible because they play the Colts, mm-hmm. then the division is on the line week 17. Which the Steelers be- might lose out. It's very possible. Like, that's- hey, <laughs> I mean, I, and it's, it's crazy because, like, I know you could probably relate to this, but you call out a team. Because for truth, right? So I, I made a tweet last when they played the Bills and they got beat. And they got, like, even though the score was a little bit closer, you could you could tell that the the Bills were in control the entire game. And I had Steelers fans in my mentions, like, you know, oh, no, it's just no, it's just one look. Because I said, oh, look what happens when the, when the Steelers play an actual good team. No, we played good teams all year. We beat the Titans. We beat the Browns. We beat the, uh, Titans, the Ravens. Cross, and I'm like, well, you barely beat the COVID Ravens. All right, I'll give you the Browns. And the Titans are also on fraud watch, too, because you don't know which Titans team is going to show up each week. But you look at it like they struggled against the Eagles, right? They struggled. (laughs) They had a few games that they struggled in all year. They just happened to pull it out because those teams are just bad football teams. But you also got to think with the Titans game. Even with that, they won because Goskowski missed a lot. He field goal at the end. So So I don't know. I think with the Steelers... We don't we don't see if they get into the playoff they're gonna sneak in but whoever want to they're probably gonna end up playing a hot team so that's gonna that's gonna be fucked up for them 
What do you What do you think about uh, Juju and his dancing on the uh, the logos? I know you. Games? I know you see the videos on Twitter. <laughs> I ain't even on Twitter. I know they be having the videos of that shit. I saw that. I saw that after the fact, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, <laughs> this this probably gonna end well, dude. Like I've seen the it's hubris, uh, bro. Like <laughs> hubris, right? Hubris. And then what's crazy is that he ends up getting clocked literally right near the logo that and fumbles the ball in the game. Crazy. Bro, I think I saw it where it was like we had. I think it was. It was like he had. He had more TikToks this year than like yards in that game. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. oh yep. I was TikToks. like, holy! Yep. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! That's hilarious. Like, was, uh, not I, a one receiver. I'm telling you, I was tell I was telling them in the before we got on. He his TikTok last night was 15 seconds, and he only had 15 yards receiving in the game. I just want to know which <laughs> teammate is recording him do this shit. Like, I'm I think saying, I don't I, think it's, it's, it's got to be like, some like a team manager. personnel yeah. guy. Nah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure the team personnel guy gotta be saying like, I don't think you should post this. He'd be like, shut up and record you me. Probably dance. Be doing this. Do yeah. my fucking dance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If there was all right, so talk nice, talk real, nice, real quick, nice. just yes. to bring it bring it back to the, the mass. Is there is there any big player? On the Mavs, that's that's part of TikTok like that, or is there anybody you would want to see on like do some TikToks like that outside of Boban? Yeah, Boban TikToks Boban? would be top here. Yeah, I gotta see Boban, bro. Boban doing some TikTok dances. Yeah, I think <laughs> um, I think hilarious. if it wasn't dances, I think like J Rich would just have some joke, like some humor TikToks. That would be yeah, good. Would do some, yeah. yeah. But not nah, Boban oh, dances. Yeah. That's how that's how he got famous with him and fucking Tobias, Bobby and yeah, Toby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They're on TikTok doing dumb shit, you know, okay, or whatever, like YouTube yeah. or whatever the fuck. Oh man, it w- it would be good. I mean, that's the one thing. It's like I enjoy the, about the Mavs is the camaraderie, like the fact that JJ being JJ, how he is, the fact that we still have Courtney Lee on the team, surprising, but he's still there for a reason. Yeah. Him, yeah. Dwight coming to the bubble, even though he couldn't play just because they're cool, like things like that. Like, I do like the yeah. camaraderie on the Mavs, and like, I feel like that's such a big thing. And it's like, it's also what I've been saying about the Ravens and just teams where it's like, that is an X factor. Mm. Like liking your team, enjoying the environment is an X factor in so many yep. like different ways. Yep. So I mean, shit. Look at Des out here. Like regardless of what happens, like the the Throw Ravens the are still family. You love yeah. to see Throw it, bro. X, bro. You yeah. love you love I to love see it. it, man. You really I'm love to so see it. Happy. Uh, oh, so fa- happy. Oh, that's a fact, bro. Now Des really used to be. The, I'm a Giants fan, by the way. So you're like oh, actually shit. my my arch. I know you're really my arch enemy. <laughs> but like, yo, I always love Des, bro. D easy. That's my boy, bro. Like. Yeah, because so you play fantasy for so long. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, like I'm saying, that like Des has saved me in fantasy for. I've been doing fantasy since like 2013, so that's what I'm saying. Like Des is really my boy. Yeah. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Him throwing up the X, I'm like, wow, Leo. Like this is bringing back like memories, dog. Like crazy, bro. No, I'm but, happy for that dude, man. Real yeah. life. No, but uh, but yeah, let's talk about it. Dallas. So you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. So what do you, Dak? Obviously, the season's a wash because Dak's gone. But what are what are your yeah. thoughts on the on the team going forward, though? Team fucking sucks, man. If we don't have if we don't have Dak out there, bro, like you just see like just how everything breaks down, dude. Like, you know, I mean, like we have like a crazy receiving court, technically. You know, with not uh, technically, you, know, you, you well, do I mean, like you know, like Gallup and, and Cooper. That's that's solid. I would kill to have a facts, bro. I, mean, I would like, kill to give you like, on that. I mean, like in theory, you know, but I mean, like you know, just the guys we have, you know, the the, the QB two, the QB three, like. 
Man, you know, and obviously stuff with like stuff with Zeke, man. I never ever wanted to pay Zeke, bro. Yeah, I yeah, bro, can't, on that. Pay, it, 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 can't it, pay running backs. It makes me so questionable as a Giants fan. Like, all right, we got Saquon who's obviously hurt right now, but we know he's good. But do you really want to pay him how like how much did y'all pay Zeke? What, like 20 a year, 15, 18 a year, I think? Crazy, bro. Crazy, like crazy in terms of like like it's also weird thinking about like NBA and NFL when you realize like NFL players, like their max is like what like a mid-level player would make, bro? Like, like NBA, o- right? OG Ananobi just got a seventy-two million dollar contract. Yeah, like, how, like, yeah, like, 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 like position players in the NFL outside of quarterback not really getting that. It's crazy, exactly, bro. So yeah. It's crazy. But I mean, like, you know, I just I did not want to pay fucking uh, Zeke, bro. Now it looks like Tony Pollard's gonna take his spot going forward. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. You just you cannot pay quarterback. I mean, you can't pay running backs like that, bro. Like, I'm about to say, like, why even? You know what I'm saying, like, Zeke was literally out this whole game. Tony Pollard had two touchdowns, had mad yards, going crazy. So it just tells you, like, yo, you can find good running backs anywhere. James Robinson on the Jaguars, fucking third in the league in, rece- in, 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 in rushing, rushing yards, and is a fucking undrafted rookie, bro. Like, yeah, why bro, like even? Can, yeah, yeah. Like, like why, Antonio yeah, why Gibson. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Gibson. Yeah, just like all these dudes, man. Like. Like running backs have such like a weird shelf life, you know, where like they're only yeah. like good for maybe like they're only like elite for maybe like two or three years. Yeah. And after that, it just seems like they just drop off or injuries happen, you know, whatever, bro. Because you're putting so much like on your body, like yeah. as a running back, just like they're the avocados every of fucking football. game, you know. <laughs> except yeah, for, except, general. except yeah. for AP. AP is just yeah, like you, the, you'll always have a couple outliers, and yeah. that's what it is. He is like, yeah, the, like yeah, yeah. he's he's probably him. The niggas like fucking even frank gore mm-hmm. how frank gore's lasted yeah. 19 was it, <laughs> 17 18 years bro. yeah it's crazy like, like he can last long enough if if let's say he comes back next year i think actually no he'd have to last two more years for his, his son brain has to look like a bag of nickels at this point <laughs> bro he's been playing since he's been playing since before the merger holy fuck dude he's been, <laughs> he's been out here bro like, merger. <laughs> I, oh, so I, I have i have a thing to ask you so if you don't know my stance on Dak and the Cowboys in general. Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. As far as I'm concerned, oh, Dak is mid. I uh, listen. Uh, Dak canceling out, hanging up right now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> listen, y'all lose too many games. And the fact that y'all have pretty much always had an offensive line and people to throw to. Like, I just don't understand it. So I'm going to say he's definitely valuable to the team. But if you put Dak on other teams, like are you looking at the same way? If you give Dak the if you give Dak the the Jets wide receiver room or even the wave the Ravens wide receiver room, are you looking at him the same way or is he just mid? Like I don't think he's bad at all, but I just don't think he's as good as everyone thinks he is. Like what's your, what's your thoughts, Ruben, bro? Because me and John like be having philosophical <laughs> disagreements to put it in the nicest way about Dak Prescott for real. So listen, on it, it, like people on my wall of shame, and it's like I don't hate them, but like I just don't think they're that good. <laughs> Dak Prescott, bro. Doc Rivers, like Doc Rivers, okay. He's like, all right, I see that I one. I give that. I agree with that one though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. but uh, no, nah, man. I you know like how much are you paying him? It's a dude. Okay, so before he got hurt this year, bro, he was fucking going off in that wide receiver. But were y'all defense. winning? We had we had a terrible fucking defense. Like I, you know, I, I'm very pro like athlete, like pro player, mm-hmm. like in all like in every single sport, bro. I'm like fuck the freight, fuck the front office, bro. Like mm-hmm. let these dudes get paid right. So I mean, if I fucking Jerry Jones. 
<laughs> like if I if I were Jerry Jones or if I had Jerry Jones' money, I'm like, hey, dude, I'm giving you a fucking blank check. Put what you think is right, and you know, just run with it, bro. Because you know, like, like we, like I think, like we we looked into Dak. Like you know, like you see, like what happens, like when you when you draft a a, a quarterback in the in like in that first uh, first round. Like mm-hmm. you see Carson Wentz right now. Where it's like he's not even fucking starting anymore, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, Jalen Hurts, Hurt. baby. I saw you win. Yeah, Carson Wentz will win you a game, hey, though. They they kill me. Look how they massacre my boy. Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> I'm saying, you know, Jalen Hurts fucking rules, bro. I love that dude. But yeah. like, begrudgingly, because he's he's an eagle. But uh, mm, yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, I just think like I think before he got injured, Dak was doing as much as he fucking could to like get us to win us games, and yeah. half the time, like it just seemed like. Half the team was very lackadaisical. Like even like our defense, bro. Like yeah. our defense didn't start showing up until like last week. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. nah, you, you right. Know, like, you're right. You know, like you know, you know. Obviously, there's injuries. Like you know, half half the half of our starting uh starting you know O line is fucking injured. Mm-hmm. Like our defensive, we don't have really have a defensive line. It seems like, bro. Like yeah. So you know, like I just think you got to give. You need to give Dak whatever the fuck he wants at this point, bro. Like, but you're paying hey, Dak man. Russell Wilson money when the Seahawks don't have a defense either, but they still win in them games. Or Russ is throwing fucking like five touchdowns. Dude, like, barely. come on, man. Russ, hey, bro. Hey, but Russ has the power of God on the side, bro. I don't know what. <laughs> God, he is, got, God, God is Sierra's <laughs> pussy. Oh, like that's literally wild. Sierra's <laughs> pussy juice. Nah, they son. just came out with with a uh, fragrance. Frag- oh, the two of them. No, it's a it's an intertwined bottle, and it's a, a his and hers fragrance. Oh my god! Get the fuck out of here! Because really? I, I saw it on they were doing like a video about it, and I saw it on some sports thing. Because she goes, "Oh, you smell like this," and then he goes, "You smell like you about to get pregnant again." Oh my like, god! Oh my yeah, nah, god! Like, they're like Russ the, is a, a awkward. Russ dude, is, Russ is, yeah, Russ is, yeah, Russ is funny as fuck. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he slang that thing, pause. But hey, yo, know, hey, <laughs> no pause actually. I'm telling you, they're like nah. the Jehovah Witness of of jock couples. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like oh, if you Jesus. if you picture like the star high school quarterback and the and the head cheerleader. But they were just all about God. That's who they are. At <laughs> <laughs> an all Christian high school <laughs> with, no, no. With, no, with no uniforms. That's, 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 that's about as edgy as it gets. <laughs> now, nah, but here's my thoughts on 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 Dak on the Cowboys. I don't think he's a Cowboy after this season. I think that he he. I wouldn't blame him. Listen, I wouldn't blame him. Listen, because here's the thing: he's been trying to get paid this entire time, and I've been saying, "Yo, pay that man whatever." I don't think he's worth forty million like he wanted. But I think whatever thirty five that he was over, he should he should have signed. Mm. And now, and you know, it's it's all in the past now. But now I think it proved that this season proved more Dak's worth than any other season where he was playing and they were losing games. Because yeah. I feel like they definitely easily win the division, whether it's at whatever five hundred record y'all might have been at. But they definitely would have won the division with yeah. a with a healthy Dak Prescott. But I think the best best landing spot for him might be the 49ers. Yo, they've been talking about that a lot. But <laughs> yeah, him on the 49ers, that would be to that, me. That'd be fun though. With if the, I'm yeah, the Bears, I give him a blank check. Yeah. Shit. If I'm oh, the Bears, man. I give him all my cap, whatever's left, and then just figure out what to do in Coles. But I give him whatever's out. left. Yeah, man. But I, I don't know. Listen, I got mad love for Dak. I'm also biased because I'll be I'll be showing love to my black my black quarterbacks except for Dwayne Haskins because he, he's <laughs> Cause just he's cheeks. Cause he cause he is cheeks, yes. Speaking of cheeks, you see he was at the strip club after the loss the other night. <laughs> bro, no mat no, no mask, just vibes. No, no, no mask, just vibes. No mask, just vibes. He's not on the Same, team bro. next year. He's not I'm saying, bro, there there are no Mexican quarterbacks anymore, so 
You know, New Romo's York, New York gone. Jet legend Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Mark I'm Sanchez you. and Tony Romo, bro. That was it. That was it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mavs legend Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> Mavs legend. Bro, it's crazy, though, because I remember, like, when uh, when uh, Mark Sanchez was playing for the Eagles, I think, and it was like uh, they played against each other, and it was like the Mexican Bowl, dude. Like, <laughs> Tony Romo versus Mark Sanchez. Like, fuck yeah, bro. Let's do this shit. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even Mexican. I remember that. Like Sanchez used to have the uh, the Mexican flag uh, mouthpiece and everything too. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, exactly. oh, that's tough. This man was wavy. Shit, the closest like, brown like my... person I got to the league was TJ Husmanzada. <laughs> oh, Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals legend Cooper. TJ Husmanzada, yo, that's that's tough. my guy though. Damn, that's crazy. Madden <laughs> Ultimate Team legend TJ <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Welcome back, everybody, to our Week 16 edition of our Primetime Picks, featuring. Your boy, World Wide West. I just want to point out that if y'all look at Justin right now, he has a Nets phone case, a Nets jersey, Tim's. You can't see the Tim's. And a Nets hat. So he's Nets the fuck out right now. He's, also got he's, Nets underwear on, he's too. Brooklyn the fuck out. <laughs> he is Brooklyn the fuck out. Got the butters on? Yes. he Not got the yuttas. Yes. He has the yuttas on. But, so, so far after uh, last week, Matt had the best week. He was 5-1. and one. Hey, you know, crazy twenty nine and twenty seven. But uh, right now, Matt's really going to beat you. No, he's not. <laughs> Relax. The table. Just chill. <laughs> Shout out Bills Mafia. But uh, anyhow, you know, John and Justin still tied thirty nine and seventeen. And then uh, there goes me, upside down, smiley face, thirty two and twenty four. So we'll see what happens. And that's all I got. But there are seven primetime games this week. That's OD. Yes, seven again. But Let's get right into it. Word of the day is upset because, yes, I'm upset. Christmas, we got the Vikings at the Saints. And I'm rocking with Nolans. Yeah, I'll go New Orleans. I just, I it's in New Orleans, right? It's in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah I just, they need I just, to win. I don't trust the Vikings. If the Vikings would have won this week, I'd have been like, yeah, they're rolling. They got the momentum, but that, that was a crushing loss, I think. Their playoff dreams are basically all but shattered now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give me uh, New Orleans. Matt, what's the word? I'm going to go with him. New Orleans. You're going to go with New Orleans? All right. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. So, Saturday football. There's three games on Saturday. Wow, that's a lot. So, the Buccaneers at the Lions. You know what? I'm feeling the upset here. Give me Matt Stafford. If he's if he's healthy. Hopefully he's healthy. But I'm I'm rock I'm picking the Lions with this this week, yo. I'm gonna go with you. You gonna rock with yeah, me, Matt? Yeah. All right, so that means I can't dip. So you go, John. I don't know what you're thinking. Like I I don't even know <laughs> Matt Stafford's health. But like the Bucks are dead ass frauds, but I still think they'll beat bad teams. John's going with the Bucks. No. I, I too will go with the. Uh, I know Matt Stafford. He had that that tweet, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm here. Like, I'm gonna be here as long as I'm fighting or whatever. I'm healthy. So, yeah, I'll go. With, I'll go with the Bucks. But I expect a. Uh, I expect the Lions to put up a, a good fight in the first half. Definitely will. Yeah. Um, 49ers at the Cardinals. Cards need this. They Card- need it bad. They need this in the Oof. worst way. They need it bad. This yeah. is a division game too, but I gotta take the Cardinals, yo. Got to, got to. Is got this to. the biggest game for 
early on in Kyler Murray's career? Possibly. I would I would have said that last week was, but you know what? I, I we'll see. I mean, I think his first playoff game is going to be the next. Yes, the next. The, yes. the, the, the next. But as of big, right now, this is. If they lose out, can't they miss out on the playoffs? They can. Yes, they can. They so indeed, that can. first playoff game might not be a thing. Even if they yeah, I think go right. one and one, they could miss. Yeah, out. Yeah, they cannot make the playoffs right now. Yeah, not as facts. They're on a the bubble. Mm-hmm. They're in the bubble. Um, they have a playoff spot right now as it stands. Though. Yeah. So I think Matt, what's the word? Give me the cards. Nice. Yeah, they gotta. They gotta take that. All right. Got cut off. All right. The spread killers. Dun dun dun. At more fraudulence at the Raiders. Listen. Take the spread. Take the Dolphins. Tua had a bad week last week, and they still won. The Raiders, they're lost right now, yo. Bro, I, this is a hard one. Like, this, is, like, this is a hard one because the Raiders could easily come out and win because that's just what they do. They don't they want, don't do what they're supposed wanna to. Want to know something crazy? The Raiders can still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Even though they lost. Long shot, though. Wait. Very, long, wait. If Mariota's starting, boy. Mariota yeah, look mean, good. Mariota look good. I mean, nah, Mariota, not, but you nah. know what it is? It could be because Mariota look good because there's just no tape. And it's also the Chargers. Yeah, they wasn't prepared for that. It wasn't prepared for a running quarterback now. Yeah, goddamn. Put, listen, that was a dime he dropped, though. Okay, question. That was, shout question, out Waller. Question really quick. Do, uh, was it Polynesian or mm. do Island quarterbacks count as black quarterbacks? Ooh. Do we put them in the same category? Nah, they kind of they kind of got their own They're thing the cheat going code on. for football. Because, like, I put nah, Tua in he, my black quarterbacks tweet earlier this week. Nah, he Is don't he count. Mixed, though? He, he, he would count as Pacific Islander. Pacific, so they don't count as... For black quarterbacks, no, we don't. We don't claim in the draft. <laughs> no, so so Mariota to a they they. I yeah. fuck with them, but they, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know, I fuck, I fuck with them, but they, you know, all I know is They're the like haka me. is gonna and, be done before if you was out somewhere and two was like, yo, my nigga was good. I'd be like, bro, you come on, son. Like, I don't you, know, you, but you, Tua, <laughs> if I seen Tua, Tua look like he I Tua look black. Do we not know if Tua is mixed? He might be mixed. All right, we don't know. You know, what? Know. we'll find out. But I'm going with the Dolphins. Dolphins. I'm putting the Dolphins in the Dolphin. Green because uh, yeah, John. What's the uh, word? I actually want the Dolphins too. John wants the Dolphins. Matt, who do you want in this game? Uh oh, dead in it. Who'd you pick? I picked the Dolphins. Ah shit, he's going go to the Raiders. Ah oh, damn it, <laughs> Matt. Matt, no, he got ground to cover. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. America's game of the week: the frauds. <laughs> There's a lot of fraud <laughs> yeah, going say. on. I don't even uh, know who these teams are right. anymore. The, Ram, which, which the Rams, <laughs> the Rams at the Seahawks, and you know what? Give me the Rams. Honestly, yeah, give me the Rams. Same. Ah, oh, fuck y'all! Y'all don't make this fun. They're at the Seahawks. None of y'all want to take y'all at home. All the shit you were just talking about the Seahawks. Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Let's go Seahawks. Don't Rams know. don't got Cam Akers. <laughs> Come on, baby. I don't care. I'm not picking the Rams for nothing for yeah, the rest of the like year. I don't like to pick the Rams, but at the same time, at least they have a defense. Seahawks. Speaking of defenses, neither of these teams have good ones. The Titans, who are sometimes fraudulent, versus the Packers, who haven't played anybody good all season. Give hmm. the Packers. John likes the pack. I'm going to make my pick last. Yeah, I'll go Packers. I can't. I can't. I mean, this nigga Aaron Rodgers is out here. Chef and been chefing up for the past like you're making two me regret not picking the Seahawks, but I'll live. Too bad. You make your you made your bed now. Lay Matt, what's the point? Well, 
I'm going to go out on a limb and go for Tennessee. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just think that if you lose it's to the team that was trying to go 0-16, you have to win the next game. You know what? You got to. You, think, you, know, you know what else starts Air with a T? Table. Oh, hell no. Now nah, I'm going with the Titans. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Take Derrick Henry's yards. It's a lock every week. That man is on a mission. God damn it. Um, all right. Monday Night Football. Mills Mafia. At Bill Belichick, Patriots. Now I can easily see this being a trap game because the Bills. <laughs> you know what I'm because saying? Because the Bills did just clinch the division, so they don't have to worry about anything. And the only thing that they have to worry about is seating. Seating, which it's also I, a which, rivalry game. But it's a rivalry game. But it's also hey, maybe one of rest little starters. I don't know what the, I actually know because. Their week seventeen is against the Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken. It's, yeah. So they're not going to rest starters there because it's going to be a battle for playoff position there. So you might see them take their foot off the gas. I'll still go Bills though, but it's going to be a. Clo- I think it's going to be a closer game. Than this people is a think. game that you should not bet on, especially because the Patriots did almost win in Buffalo earlier this year. If it wasn't for a Cam Newton fumble, I think the Bills got to stomp them. You know what? Mm. I'm going with history on this. And I'm going with Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Ah. They're going to find a way to get it done. I'm not mad at the pick. I just think the Bills have to stomp them for Listen, the culture. I, I think for I, I'm playing from behind right now. I got to yeah, take exactly. I got to take some risks and I got to kind of play within play within my means. Oh, I think the purple uh, marker is drying up a little bit. Hmm. I wonder what that means. Uh, Matt, who are you rocking with? The table crushers. Oh, that's for damn. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Not him trying to sub the Ravens yeah. as, as they, they get to play their easy teams finally going into the playoffs. The nah, listen, man. Y'all play the Giants this week. We playing for our lives right now, man. Yeah, but Lamar having fun. Hey, Lamar, I don't have a quarterback right Lamar, now. Lamar is having fun, and we do not have a quarterback right now. And that, my friends... Is the week sixteen? Oh, wait, did edition. I give a pick for that? No, you t- you said the, oh, yeah, the bills. Yeah. yeah, you did. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, I did. yeah come on, don't be cutting bills. me off when I'm trying to outro us. <laughs> and that, my friends, is our weekly edition of our primetime picks. Be sure to follow us on everything, and tune into our picks and odds coming up soon. That is our YouTube exclusive picks and odds, where we go through betting each week, and hopefully you guys win money and don't do big parlays, end up getting fucked by one team. And don't ever bet on the Falcons. They don't, did it again. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. That's crazy. Is there any other sport? All right. So you said soccer. Soccer. You you really you really into. What about uh? You you like wrestling or not? You're not much of a wrestling <laughs> nah, person. Bro. Nah, I once uh like once all the stuff with Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero happened. Like oh, oh my <laughs> god, we were talking about that. <laughs> that was like the wildest storyline nah. for them to do. Yo, and they was just like, yo, whose son is this? <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> that's what I was like. I was like, nah, bro. I gotta get out of this. Dude. Like, nah, nah like, yo, uh, yo, you wanna know something crazy? So. Uh, you the USA Network basically told Raw like, yo, y'all gotta have like more adult content because I don't know if you if if y'all knew, but like, yo, a while ago wrestling went from TV fourteen to TV PG. Like, yeah, re- a couple years ago. Yeah, right? a couple yeah, years yeah. ago, right? So USA was like, yeah, nah, that shit is dub, that shit not selling. So yeah, we gotta go back to the old shit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, they go back to the old shit. I might tune in because yo, there was nothing better when I was a, a in fifth grade and I saw Edge and Lita in bed together. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. Oh, no, no. not the lotion. <laughs> tell, you, tell you, man, it's all about Sasha Banks right now. Hey, man. All, you, all I'm what. saying is that fucking. I just can't. They the way they have a kid who probably does. <laughs>
doesn't understand the magnitude of what he's doing. <laughs> sitting there like, bro. who's my dad? Yo, that like, shit. Like, what? Yo, but that's what I'm saying. That shit sold, bro. Everybody was, everybody, everybody was tuned into SmackDown during that time. What? You shitting me? I had to do that shit, bro. I had to yeah. do that shit. I still Ooh. think, I still think the wildest one was the storyline when they had Vince McMahon blow up in the limo. Oh, but yeah. Chris Benoit, oh, but the whole Chris Benoit shit happened later, like two days later. Yeah. So then Vince McMahon comes back, and like, like they literally cut the storyline, and Vince yeah. comes out to do like the, the tribute or some shit. Bruh. And we're and just then, like, oh, word. Right. <laughs> so and, he's then, okay. and, then, and then one night later on ECW, they're like, oh, yeah, never mind. Chris Benoit actually killed his family in the process. Yeah. Like, yeah, that shit, bro. Wild. You can't make you, yo, I'm telling you now, like, if you ever, if you. You should watch Untold Stories of the Ring. Yeah. I'm telling you, like that's uh, not Buzzfeed, but some something does it. It shit is it shit is crazy. Oh, um, what's the name of the network? Vice. Vice does yeah. it. Yes, yo. Vice does it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you ever if you ever get some time, like you get you see some fucking crazy. I've heard good things about that. Yes, yeah, it's been yeah. it's a very good like docu series yeah. like on the low. All right. Yeah. I, th- I think th- I think that's it for sports. Yes. Yeah. Um, Indeed. This was yeah. good. I, I, it's nice to have another maps person here. All right. Now, since as you guys know, if you haven't. We finished JoJo's Bizarre Adventures last week. Definitely go check all that out. Fun series. Great. Um, Dobby. <laughs> Yo, you know I catch myself saying that shit like randomly when I'm at my house? Bobby. <laughs> and, uh, and before we start our next series, um, we definitely wanted to just do something a little different. Do a, do a movie in between. And one of the greatest animated movies of all time. We did Akira for this week. Um, this was your first time watching it, right? Yeah. So this, I watched it for the first time a little over a month ago. It was Ruben who, after I tweeted about it, was like, yo, I'm trying to talk about it. So <laughs> yeah, that's bro. how this, this whole thing came about, man. No, Akira is amazing. I'm glad I watched it. I was super confused the first time and even the second time. Oh, fuck it. I was able to to get some more into it, but yeah. I don't know, man. Like, let's, let's go. Since you're the fir- like, it's the first time you're watching, I want you to, to start yeah. it off. Uh, So basically, before you came to the studio, I was telling... uh. Miles and Matt, I was like, it kind of reminded me of the movie uh, Sorry to Bother You with Lakeith Stanfield, yep. where it's like, I understood, I, like what was, I understood what was going on for the first, like, 75% of the movie, and then, like, the last, like, 20%, I was like, well, what the, the rails, hell? right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on? Also, I'm going to be totally honest, because of, I've seen posters for it, and I've seen commercials when, like, when Toonami airs mm-hmm. it, I thought it was going to be more geared towards motorcycle stuff. Because um, <laughs> the, motorcy- the motorcycle's like right there in the in the thing, so I'm yeah. like, all right, bet one this, would think this is I, gonna I, be like Grease too. I'm thinking it's gonna be about oh my fucking god, dead ass. I'm thinking it's like, all right, it's about to, it's about to be a movie about a nigga named Akira on a motorcycle. Let's get it. Yeah, totally, not, totally not. No, what it bro, was. Not. <laughs> but no, nah, it was it it was cool. It was no, nah, it, it was it was definitely cool. I love I love the story build up. Mm-hmm. I love like. The, uh, the animation style I really liked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, art style was dope. It was for very, being yep. in the eighties, bro. Knowing yes. all that shit is a hand. Like, yes, so yeah. it was saying all of like, it was hand, dude. Literally, all of it was hand. It mm-hmm. was saying that. Um, so I, I I I was reading something and it said that during the time period, they would it would usually be six animations a second, mm-hmm. but because they got like so much um, different like anime, there was like seven or eight different like anime creators like including bandai was one of it mm. they in any point in the in the film it was 12 to 24 like animations on like, like a that, second yeah. which is like Eesh. ridiculous going up from six yeah. to 12 to 24 that's like yeah, double bro. quadruple that's, yeah like it's funny because i didn't even realize at first like i thought it was like oh it was like any other like most of the anime and most of the shonens that people think of are usually like mid to late 90s so the fact that this was in the 80s is just so crazy to think about and also um for me 
the first thing I noticed was I was like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, if this movie came out like this year or last year, with just with everything going on in the world right now, mm-hmm. like it would have been crazy. Like, yeah. It in one of the articles I wanted to like look up some more stuff about it before we came on. Like one of the articles talking about just how a 30 year old movie is still so relevant today, and also it is kind of crazy that the year everything's supposed to take place is 2019. 2019. 2019. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. I don't know. Yeah, bro. If that yeah. thing said 2020, I would have turned the movie off right then and there. <laughs> and, it's, and it's so crazy because like yo, they're building a fucking Olympic stadium for the yeah. for the Olympics. For the Olympics that, for the Olympics that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm like, there's no way in 1988 they knew that in 2020 they were gonna have the Olympics in Tokyo. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I was just like, if this shit happens. I was like, if they put in the opening ceremony next year, like for the Olympics, anything Akira related, like it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Because I, I think they are actually. I think they're trying yeah, to like it's, oh my God, incorporate it's a little so bit. Good. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, after my first watch, I immediately knew I was like, I'm going to have to rewatch it. And kind of the vibe that I got was um almost like Parasite, where you know everything okay. is like a metaphor. Everything like there's deeper Live meaning. Parasite. Yeah, okay. like there's okay. yeah. um there's deeper meaning. Yeah. Okay. There's deeper meaning to so much things in it. And it's one of those movies that you feel like every time you watch it, you'll notice something different. Or you'll feel like you'll get a different meaning out of it or things like that. But it's just not as much it's not a comedy. Like there isn't much comic relief as in Parasite. But um no, it's and also it feels like to me, it's just something that you can relate or just even though there's a direct meaning behind it, you know, it's supposed to take post post um post war, like the effects of the nuclear bomb and going to things like that. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like if you're just going through shit and you watch Akira, you can relate to it in some way. You can project whatever you're going on in some aspect to it because of the way the story's built. Yep. Um so, Yeah, go crazy. Yeah. Go crazy. I was saying this was uh so I've seen this movie like six or seven times. Oh uh, shit um just because okay so i watched it at first at first time i watched it i was like 15 mm-hmm. and i was just like hey like was, when i was 15 it was kind of weird because i was at the time where it's like people in high school were like hey like you like anime that's fucking weird and i was like oh <laughs> fuck i guess you're right like you know i was like peer pressure i was like god damn it okay so i watched it when i was 15 i was like one of the last like big anime things i'd watched at the time and then i watched it again when i was in college because i had friends who were like hey like I like anime and i was like oh cool like you know and akira you know popped up and i was like, oh let's watch akira or whatever bro and we'd be like we get high or whatever and watch it and stuff like that and then you know i watched it a few more times the last time i watched it was last year actually uh my brother loves anime too mm-hmm. and uh he's 11 years younger than me so uh, you know he was like he was like i've never seen akira and i was like dude you need to watch akira like that's one of those, one of the, one of those things like akira evangelion like obviously mm-hmm. dragon ball like there's a bunch of stuff like old <laughs> stuff that's like hey you need to watch this yeah and um so I was like, yo, like watch Akira with me. Like, and he's like, he's a, he's a, uh, what do you call it? A Gen Zer, you know, mm-hmm. he's a zoomer. So like, you know, his attention span isn't like really there, you know, like his attention span sucks ass. And so like yep. the entire time I'm expecting him to be like on his phone and like not really paying attention. Cause we're watching subs and like, I'm like, bro, like you need to watch it. But no, like he literally had his phone, like put away, like, like after like the opening scene and he's like, Oh fuck. Okay. Like this looks like it's going to be fucking crazy. I'm like, yeah, dude. So, you know, and, um, just like rewatching it that one time, I was like, okay, like just like the animation of it all. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy. Like I've never seen animation, done. like never seen animation that fluid, like ever. Yeah. You know, when it comes to an anime. Like, yeah, like nowadays, like things are pretty streamlined. Like, a lot of it's like through technology and mm-hmm. like through the computer, stuff like that. But like almost I think almost everything in there was hand drawn and just like the 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 thematics, like just the fact like um 
you know, like obviously it's like post again, like post war, like borderline post apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like where it's yeah. just like where well, the world is, it's it's terrible, you know, like you know, they're kind of waiting for like this next the next thing to happen where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, like, you know, just like just like the animation, like all the all the iconic scenes where like the the bike, you know, the bike scene where like it's been used over and over again. Like they use it in, like in Adventure Time, they used it like in uh it's been parodied on Simpsons, like it's mm-hmm. been all over the place. Like it's one of those things that like the second you see it, you're like, oh shit, like you know, like mm-hmm. um I saw uh fuck, it was like a couple months ago, like of just like some you know, maybe some uh not so favorable people politically wise, you know, mm-hmm. like like mimicking that slide and i was like don't fucking use that like yeah. like no this don't is not it. for that's you a, that's such a cool this is our thing scene. they're rioting that's against like, the government the entire movie yeah, don't do this yeah yeah like yeah bro like come on like you know like where they're you know, talking about demonstrating and like all of that yeah kind of students thing protesting yeah yeah like, bro like stuff that's unfortunately like very very relevant today mm-hmm. in america you know like just like mm-hmm. in the world you know like everywhere people yeah. are fucking you know tired and sit you know and uh it was interesting because like I found out like maybe a couple years ago that there it's actually a manga. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted yeah. to I wanna talk about yeah. that too. Which I need to read because I never I haven't yet. Yeah. I need to though, because there's apparently like the obviously the movie is like it's it's world renowned, like everyone loves it, but there's certain aspects of the there's certain aspects that even like when I look back at the movie, I'm like, oh yeah, like it is kind of weird that they like jump from this scene to this scene. Mm-hmm. Or like there's like there's almost like a tonal shift somewhere like in the yeah. middle, like when it kind of becomes more shown in when it's like, okay, like a dude with superpowers, you know, mm-hmm. is like yeah. fight, you know, like fighting, like, you know, the government basically or like fighting, like a, what is it like that fucking th- the beam or whatever? Like, you know, it's like, yeah. it becomes more like shown in, in that aspect, but you know, the manga from what I've heard, like it, it delves like more into kind of like different aspects. Like it delves more in like the relationships between like all the, like the human characters and like, like why like why did this guy like act this way why did this correct mm. this you know stuff like yeah. that um i would yeah, want man, more ryu yeah more yeah ryu. oh yeah 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 yeah, I do, yeah. And i think that, that they, they cover that like in the, cause the manga i think the manga is like it's a couple volumes man it's, it's like it's, 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 not, i want you to finish first before i, ju- yeah. before I jump no in. well i'm saying like like it's uh i don't know man like like when i think of like my favorite movies of all time like i think akira at the moment is probably like number two like mm. all time like regardless of like live action animation yeah. anime like whatever like it's number two like obviously it's number one like animation all time but it's number two like like just just for me you know what's your number one what's number one my number one is uh, the 1954 uh gojira godzilla oh really uh, original huh. godzilla yeah that's my i watched it one time when i was like five i watched the uh the dubs the uh the watered down american version of it <laughs> Um, I liked it a lot, and I liked it a lot. I was like, oh, "This is fucking awesome!" Like it's a big ass dinosaur, blah blah blah. And then, uh, no, and then I watched it again when I was like sixteen, seventeen. And I was like, "Oh, okay," because I found like the actual the original version. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, so there wasn't like a white dude like in Japan like <laughs> narrating this." Okay, like this is more <laughs> about, I was like, "Oh, this is more about like you know, like post like World War Two like nuclear ho- like nuclear stuff like I, yeah yeah okay I get it now like this is really fucked up like yeah it ended up just becoming like my favorite movie of all time because I like I have it's off camera but I have like I have it on a Blu-ray like three different times and stuff like really? that like yeah I'm gonna have to I have, check like, that. The, yeah. I have the Criterion collection of it I have the uh, the Barnes and Noble came out with like a big box set of like all the 
I think it's like 20 movies. I have that. And then I have like another one, like from Amazon from that's dope. Like, no, it's really back, cool. yeah, that's so. dope. So just going back to the manga. Was, yeah, yeah. Right. So going back to the manga and the relationship between the manga and the actual movie. So what I found out, I did some extensive research. So the movie was actually made before the manga was finished. The manga actually finished in 1990, oh, and then wow. the movie came out in 1988, obviously. So that's yeah. like the relationship between that. Oh, okay. But they knew how they were going to end the, end the manga. So the movie is actually the first part of the first volume and the last part of the last volume. That's so, okay. So, oh. so there's everything. So, and this is where, where like, I get confused with a lot of different diff- different um, animes that we've watched. Like even Elf and Lot is another example of a, of something that we've watched where the manga finished after the anime was done. Like I feel like if they were going to do that, they should have just made a Kira a series because I would have loved to mm. see like a lot more of the character development. I I ask John, I'm huge on like character development mm-hmm. and protagonist yeah. kind of thing because you know you kind of get like all right, yeah, the movie is about well actually. You to me, I can't really tell if the movie was more about like yo Tetsuo or if it was more about Canada or if it was more about like Akira. Like I think that's kind yeah, of like, yeah. that's kind of like I where felt that same way. yeah. It was just like I'm like yo who am, who am I really rooting for here? You know what I'm saying? And then where does like Kyoko and Takashi and then uh, the other the other kid come in, come into all of that? Because it's just like yo they just pulled up out of nowhere. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I'm just trying to yeah. figure out more yeah. like about the about the kids and all of that kind of shit but overall though like i feel like when it comes to like post-apocalyptic uh japanese japanese like animes i feel like it's so it's so interesting to watch it from an american perspective because you compare like a lot of the animation shit that comes out um comes out of japan versus the animation comes out from america it's like completely different like like, the way uh, we use the mediums is in completely different ways. Is exa- that what you're trying to get to? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, that like I, I feel like with with and that's why I love anime in general, is like yo, you can get these darker kind of like themes and you know, more like deeper like uh undertones for shit versus versus in America. It's like most of the cartoons is just lighthearted, kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm trying to be funny. It's never really like they don't have like a American version of what anime is. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. that's something that I usually tell people when like I try and get people who are just like, oh, anime is weird. Like, how do you watch this stuff like that? And I'm like explaining where it's like, imagine you took the best writers in America who make all of your favorite movies and TV shows and had them make an animated show. Like, there's still real writers covering real issues. It's just because the idea that we have as Americans of what cartoons and what animated things are are just not the same. Right. Like, and I feel like um, part of the reason why our generation and even like as you get older like people stick with it um is because the way you can tell stories in that medium is just so much different and allows for so much freedom for you to hit things and it almost it makes it not more easily but i feel like it makes it like easier to digest pretty much through an animated medium so when you get that it allows for so much more opportunity and there's a reason why so many animated and anime movies should not be live action. You just can't do it properly. You can't do it properly. You can't like put everything in it to the same way. There's certain things that can be live action that will work out well. Like for example, um, the anime psychopaths, I think if that was live action, it would be okay. But like for this and um, one of the things that I was looking up was they've been saying they've been working on an Akira live action for years and years and the directors have changed. It's one movie that I don't think should be done live action no, and it's like um, 
people were saying like Jordan Peele was linked to it at one point and he was, and he turned it down. Like he, he was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, it's just, there's so much that goes into it. And, um, part of the reason was like, I'll, the way we are in America, like you would need someone who's hardcore into anime, who understands it at its root to fully put it together. It's like John Favreau doing Iron Man and creating the Marvel like universe, like the Marvel film universe if it wasn't John Favreau, it probably wouldn't have worked out the way it did. Like he's deep in it. Yeah. The things he yeah. does, like between that, him working on the Mandalorian, he's deep in Star Wars. Shout out to like, Chef, man. Yeah. Shout like out he, to chef. you would need someone with that like pedigree in the U.S. for anime, which is just like you're not really finding that. Who also has the credentials to be able to put together a movie properly, and it's just like, and it's also I just don't think it's like it wouldn't have the same effect live action. Like exactly. I, I don't know. And and that was one thing when I was looking up, they were like, yeah, the, the manga came out and they were like, the manga is so much more expensive. So like, I think that's something that I might want to read too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I need to find that. Yeah. yeah. That's a, you know, that's what I, I agree with that. Like when you say like about, you can kind of express messages and, and in, in a way in anime that you can't in live action. Mm-hmm. And when you said that, I instantly thought of the show Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they touch on so it's many. Dark. It's dark. Yeah. No, it, it is dark. It's like behind, dark. like the the jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Will Arnett is fantastic in that. Um, but oh, behind all shit. the jokes and stuff, it's a very dark show, and it you know it it hits home you know at certain mm-hmm. points. But it's a way I was I was able to digest it in that medium more than if let's say it was a live action show with real people mm-hmm. doing the same exact jokes, yeah. doing the same exact lines. It's just a certain way that you can. Yeah. Get across a message with an animated style. Look at Big Way, Mouth. Yeah, I'm about to say that Big is, Mouth is probably yeah. another great example in like our favorite. <laughs> sorry, my bad. <laughs> Big Mouth is probably uh, the like a, a really good example, and I feel like because it appeals to teenagers, it, I feel like it depicts that even more. But probably like the my the classic example for American uh, animation to get to point shit out is probably South Park. Yeah. I think South Park probably mm-hmm. does it yeah. in a way because one, it's funny. And I think that's kind of what American audiences need to capture things. I feel like anime can be funny. Absolutely. But, Look at Konosuba. Yeah, literally. But <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like Ameri- American culture finds a way to incorporate humor and like satire more so than anything. I think that's what makes like South Park and Family Guy and The Simpsons so great is that that satire is really like ingrained to like make us, all right, like they're making fun of this shit, but this shit is actually happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think you'll find a a post-war movie in America that's animated. It just would never happen. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? We like got a for, shit ton of live action. Yeah. That's, yeah. Po- that's post-apocalyptic. Yeah, oh yeah. Post-apocalyptic, oh yeah. post-war, post-slavery. Post-everything. You're not finding no animated stuff like that. Nah, yeah, that's yeah. a fact. They like, could never make like an animated version of Independence Day. Like, it just wouldn't, <laughs> it just, it just wouldn't the, be. The U.S. <laughs> couldn't do it. The, well, the, yeah. well, well, right. Yeah. The U.S. couldn't do it. It wouldn't, it, it wouldn't hit as hard. You You're not saying? seeing an animated 12 Years a Slave. Oh, yeah. See, like, yeah. that, now that just it would not hit. Bro. No, but oh, you know. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> about it. Yo, oh, my God. Wait. Yo. But I like think you were uh, saying, like, how different shows have even incorporated Akira. The first, mm-hmm. when, uh, uh, was it Tetsu was going all. You know, when then his his body was just like basically betraying him, and he mm-hmm. was just en- engorging <laughs> yeah. everything in his path. It instantly reminded me of the South Park episode, the Trapper Keeper episode, 
when uh, <laughs> Cartman's Trapper Keeper literally just goes yes. and ghosts everything, and he become literally looks mm-hmm. just like it. Yeah. So I, I mean, maybe they took it from it, maybe they didn't, but I mean, they probably did. They probably, they probably did. did. They probably did. But that's, <laughs> like when I was looking, um, looking shit up, they're like, uh, Stranger Things, the creator behind Stranger Things, was like, yeah, I basically took like I the Akira was my big inspiration for this. Mm-hmm. Kanye West also okay. said Akira is one of his favorite movies of all time, and he did. Uh, he did say that. Yeah, I forgot which music video it was, but he did one that was based off like Akira and things like that. And it's also so interesting of like how things work into it because um, Akira, the creator, was like part of my my art style and things were inspired by Blade Runner and by Tron. And it's like you can see the way the bikes are that's, set that's up. That's what I thought. I was like Tron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you like can bike. see that. You can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the animation, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And also, exactly. um, one of the major things about like Akira was at the time like the anime that would have came out around that time was more digestible and more like. Um, it was more traditional anime and like shonen or like more like cutesy with big eye characters like different features that weren't as yeah. realistic so when Akira came out you weren't getting like more hyper realistic not hyper but like more realistic proportioned and like looking characters more people like looked more so like actual humans the the way the reason why I feel like the art style is so amazing because when you compare it you're getting either bright colors or like pastels or things like that when you're in Akira you were like these are real colors like for me one of the things that stands out is whenever they do red in Akira, whether it's blood, whether it's the followers of Akira in that scene where mm-hmm. Ryu and um, the government guy are walking and they're like, look at them. Yeah. And they're writing the on the, painting, the painting yeah, on like the, floor, yeah. the red paint, like any, the red is like, it super stands out and it just wasn't part of the color palette of other animated things at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, the other, and part of the reason was he wanted it to like appeal to the American audience and be like, these are more realistic. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you'll find people who have never watched anime in their life. They watch Akira. Like things like yeah, that for that true, reason. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's it was like such a trailblazer for so many other things where it's like you're now because of that you're getting into seeing darker animes and seeing things that aren't like as much as I love One Piece you're not seeing things that are One Piece proportions or like things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's uh, like to me it's like the thing that differentiates the most between like this movie and like other movies that was coming out around this time and I'm like really like referring more so to like Studio G movies mm-hmm. is that like the me- the animation in this was just so much and hey, Ruben you said it perfectly like it's just so fluid like there was a scene when like the dogs and shit was coming around the corner mm-hmm. and I'm like yo like these motherfuckers moving fast and shit like I feel like it's like I'm watching anime today like I'm watching like Attack on Titan or yeah. I'm watching like my My Hero which is like crazy to think about because that was 30 plus years when is it 30 yeah. plus yeah 30 literally 32 years ago yeah. that this yeah. that this shit came out so yeah man i don't know this shit was definitely I, I like i have my problems with it but overall like i do think that like ahead of its time yeah way ahead of like absolutely oh, yeah. that's that's the one that's my biggest takeaway from it what are your problems with it i'm curious oh no i mean i kind of already voiced it like it's i i, I just wish that they um went a little bit deeper into the character of, into, into okay. the character that's but fine. i yeah. mean like you know that's that's in the manga like yeah. i could do that for myself like if i want to know more about mm-hmm. it and then, like, yeah. if you know, rewatching it after after reading the manga, I'll probably look at it a lot different. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm someone who doesn't. Like, oh, I'm sorry, cut you off. Oh no, 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 I was just, I was just saying, like, you know. But overall, like, I feel like I have more happiness with it than I do problems. Mm. So, like, I'm someone who doesn't like to rewatch stuff. But this is a movie that I'm like, I feel the need to rewatch Dog, it. I had to watch it twice like, in a week. Yeah, like <laughs> it just. I, I was like, not. I was yeah. like, this shit. Does, no, Ruby, I'm telling you, bro. First time I watch this shit, I'm like, this shit does not make any sense to me. I was like, <laughs> and you've was, seen it before now? <laughs> said, uh, nah, I never saw it before. Oh, okay. This, so, this gotcha, was like gotcha. this was the first time I watched. I was like, I watched it for. I was like, nah, I gotta redo this shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally hit the reset button, 
Thankfully, it's on Hulu. So I yeah. watch that shit on Hulu, and I'm like, really yeah. literally, like when I finished watching it, I literally went, "I'm gonna have to rewatch this. Like, it's gonna have to happen." And I'm someone like it also makes me want to watch Ready Player One, which ended up being like one of my favorite movies. Just I, I wasn't oh, expecting it to be that. That movie's great. But yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be amazing, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Living my best life in the movie theater. Shout, but, um, <laughs> shout out Pixar, dog. Yeah, but when like. It's one of those things where I'm like, yo, I need to, I need to see what else I get, and even rewatching it in the beginning, actually seeing the foreshadowing early on, like which I did not yeah. pick up on, like um, when Tetsuo first starts getting headaches, and they show Akira, and they show the body forming and things like that, and it's like understanding that it's getting that power and not fully yeah. him thinking you have control of it, like everything about like that video that you guys had on when I came in, just kind of breaking it down a little bit more, the effects of like the the like creating a new universe like things like that yep. and um i am a god when i was watching it uh i was like talking to to Ari about it and i was like i don't know if i like the scientist character or not i oh yeah i yep. don't really like i don't like what he's done but at the same time like if you're in that situation if you have the opportunity to unlock the the answers to the universe like to know like how everything came about it's hard to pass that up, but the methods he did it are terrible. Yeah. But it's like so many, like think about it, like the amount of scientific advances that were done in the past before regulations were put in that were vital to today's society. Yeah. But it's fucked up methods. The fucking Stanford prison experiment. Yeah. Something <laughs> that was horrible. So many things. Yeah. But I was in there like that's but that's what the the conversation that the colonel and the scientists were having in the elevator yeah. during the middle of the movie where it's like, you know, you see the, the world through the, through the eyes of a scientist and you want to explore and create mm-hmm. and do this stuff. My, I view the world through the eyes of a soldier and my, my, my eyes are just, I react and I prevent. Yeah. So that's why he asked him, yo, do you hate the, the city? Like, you know, yeah. why are you always like talking to down on there? Like, nah, I'm trying to save this shit, yeah. but I can only save it by not letting, you have to destroy it before science, you can create, you know, destroy this shit. <laughs> yeah. So, that I the colonel is definitely like a character that I enjoy, but it's like I just had such a weird like just trying to figure out that like scientist character because yeah. it's just especially at the end where he's like, how long have you known that he was at this level? Like we told you we couldn't control it, things like that, and it's like, yeah. why didn't you let me know? Mm-hmm. So we could have saved all these people. You already know uh, Kyoko who has these powers is like, yo, he's gonna wall out. Like get ready. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, yo, we, yeah. we got to cut off. But it's just it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really crazy to think about and just like. Especially, I really like when um when Kay kind of gets taken over by Kyoko and explains the whole amoeba thing and yep. explains where it's like, this is a power yeah. that all of us kind of have locked inside of us. But if you all of a sudden awaken that power, what would you do? How do you react? It's, like, it's really like the classic anime anime theme. It's like the battle between what is what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is bad. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. And it, it's a fact. Like when they, when they, when they really went more, they didn't, they didn't go more in depth in it. But I'm sure they went more in depth in it in the manga. But you think about it, it's like, yo, children more, less impure than adults. That's when she, like, when they were saying, and if we were watching a video before it kind of broke it, broke it down for us a little bit. But like, even I peeped in the, in the, um, in the actual anime, uh, Kyoko was saying like, yo, like, yo, like big people like you shouldn't have these powers mm-hmm. because of what ha- actually ended up happening. Mm-hmm. So I actually want to take back what I said about America not being able to put out an, an animated uh, post-apocalyptic film because Pixar did it. Wally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, 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 no, but like low-key, like 
You know, I've never seen Wally. You've never seen Wally. No. You should watch you Wally. What no. the fuck? You, yeah, you, watch sh- that, you should. You should watch Wally. This is why I we should not. Things. We should not pollute, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Avatar was a movie about pollution too. Yeah, you're right. It was. <laughs> it was the two biggest. It was the two biggest problems America faces: pollution and obesity. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. <laughs> racism. <laughs> nigga said nah. <laughs> pollution and obesity. Fuck racism. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hell. I mean, we can't. We don't be on a planet. We can't racist. Hey man, listen. <laughs> you're right. Without a planet, we can't. We can't hey man, racism. listen. <laughs> Listen, if that's the case, I'm going to just keep on polluting them. Fuck it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm a, uh, fuck everything. Fuck, fuck I, recyc- I, I right. recycling. I'm only getting diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only getting diesel. Oh, dog. Lord Jesus. I don't know. No, but you know what's funny? Like I I did struggle with that in, in the movie, too. With uh, I didn't know if the... I, I, I thought at first the colonel was a bad guy just because that's how it is in all mm-hmm. movies, like where the colonel and there's super yeah. si- super science and things like that. Oh, the colonel's going to use it for bad. But no, he was the one that was actually trying to help people mm-hmm. and it was the government, like the other government people was out here trying to, you know, do bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, like the girl said, yeah. yeah, you know, adults, you guys shouldn't have this power because y'all are going to do what... Y'all going to... Niggas going to do what niggas going to do. And basically. that's basically just, oh, I have power... <laughs> I'm gonna use it for evil or selfish personal gain. Only have the same energy with NBA bubble. Hey man, listen. (laughs) Me? Yeah. What do you mean? They're gonna do what they're gonna do. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas niggas just say, I done said it about 10,000 times now. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Nah, but. (laughs) Yeah, Ruben, if if, if you didn't know, uh, JT had the utmost faith that people were gonna follow all the rules in the bubble and not worry about girls or getting food or anything. I, I messed Daniel it up. House, man. <laughs> right? That's exactly... I mean, Had to take, be a rocket. But, I mean, you expect that from a nigga that doesn't even spell his Daniel right. Like, come on. There's a... How is there a you in Daniel? <laughs> how is there a you? Don Juel. Don Juel, yeah. <laughs> Don Juel. Fucking the money up. Don Juel Casa? Jesus. I think you made it Casa. I think you made a good point really like, talking about like good or evil but I yeah. think it's more so of doing what's good and doing what's right because those are not always the same the, thing. Oh, absolutely. the same thing yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. Like, that's it, a valid yeah. point it was really interesting that and like I the I really like how they went into how the government fails the people and what happens with it because it kind of reminds me of as a kid I remember learning about communism in um it was either the end of middle school or like the beginning of high school. I remember learning about communism and being like, wow, this actually makes perfect sense. Like being like in yeah, theory, yeah. like it makes so much sense for yeah. everyone to be able to like have the same things. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then you learn more about it and you're like, Oh, why didn't it work? Human nature, mm-hmm. like oh, human yeah. nature, the <laughs> people who were at the top being like, why should I give everyone else things when I can just have all but the say, things? What is it? The, the, the book, uh, like, animal farm. Uh, yeah, animal yeah, farm. Yeah. Like the perfect example. Like the pigs are at the beginning. We're like, yeah, we in this shit together. Come the end. Come the end of the book. He got the pigs out here in people clothes, t- chatting it up with the humans. Crazy. Like, yo, what the hell? Yeah, like it's. I don't know. I, I love movies that like. I, I feel like everyone does. Well, not everyone, but like you know, most people really enjoy things that make you think, and the fact that you can apply it to so many different situations, regardless of the direct meaning behind it or not. Like it's just, I don't know. It it really is something I feel like everyone should watch. But, like, I do also think you should be mature enough to, like, 
look past it just being a beautiful thing. I would say enjoy it yeah. when you're younger, being like, wow, this is visually stunning. It's just fun yeah, to watch. Yeah. Like it's entertaining. Yeah. And That's then being fun. able to go back when you're older and being like, all right, let me actually break this down. That's why I think it's funny where it's like, we keep messing with Matt because Matt was telling us the first time he watched it was often edible. So he was like, yeah, oh, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Like, yeah, is that, and like um, one of my friends, uh, he was like, he always heard about Akira, but he was at a festival and the DJ was using Akira visuals and he was tripping. Oh, so he was my like, shit. yeah. So after that, he was like, oh my God, I don't know what this is, but I have to watch it. Like things like that. Like it's like, yeah, enjoy the experience, but like be able to come back to it and it's something that you should rewatch and be like, all right, let's see what I can really get out of this. Cause there was so much like going into it from not only just the government shit from um, the homie who was in the government, just basically everyone dying around him just trying to take a suitcase full of money while the world's crumbling around him what are you doing with <laughs> yep. money when there's nothing left dying on the pills yeah like all of that like ryu yeah. being out like looking at him and going uh, like my team's dead and him immediately going did you rat me out and he's like bro what am i accomplishing from that <laughs> yeah like uh, bro that's a lot yeah. uh, i thoroughly enjoyed it was if there was two uh if there was two shows i would i would i'd go crazy with like yeah you said like they were showing the cure visuals mm-hmm that I wouldn't want to watch off Edible, it's Akira and Devil Man Cry Baby. Those are two oh, shows. Oh, bro, Devil Man Cry Baby, dude. <laughs> would never ever want to wa- watch that show off Edible ever. Yeah, I um, I actually, before I watched Devil Man, it was like uh, this YouTube channel, this guy does anime stuff. I think he did ReZero in nine minutes, which is a great video. If you've seen ReZero, watch that. Um, He just like talks about anime and he was talking about Devil Man and was explaining, he was like, oh, the, the like artist, his art style is just like gory, sex and like psychedelic visuals so he was like yeah for to appreciate devil man crybaby you need to be able to stand the gore and the sex yeah and understand the deeper meaning behind everything so it's like it's funny where it's just one of those things like devil man is wild and if you're someone who's just like fuck there's mad sex i don't care about the rest then you're not gonna understand it but i feel like the same thing with gear it's like if you look into it they're just the gore or just like take it a surface value you can enjoy the surface value mm. but you're not going to enjoy it the same way as you would yeah this shit is everything. this shit is a lot to fucking unpack dog but i didn't i i, I didn't mind it like i just definitely the, like the breakdowns definitely helped watching it a second time definitely mm. helped talking to you about it because you've seen it like yeah. so many times definitely Very it's, it's, it's great yeah definitely great to hear somebody oh, yeah. who's seen it mad times opinion you know what i'm saying so definitely one of i definitely one of my the more interesting anime movies i've seen so mm. i enjoyed it I mean, I think uh, I think that's it for today, man. Yeah. I, th- Ruben, yep. thank you for joining us, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, thank I really you guys, appreciate man. this. Fun as fuck, dude. Hey, dude man, I, listen, listen post pandemic, get you to New York. We're going to be in here. We're going to get bro, some I'm drinks. I'm trying. I'm we, trying. We're going to cool dude. out, man. Listen, bro, we got the whole studio situation, everything, Yo. bro. Like, look, <laughs> we, got, we got space for one more. Pull up. <laughs> now I got to right. go follow a bunch of. I got to follow Reddit Mavs now. Yeah, and then Jay I gotta Mavs go. Yeah, you guys, I'm about I'm about to go infiltrate Mavs Twitter, you know. So, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, but for real, thank you again. Um, I would say if you got anything you want to plug or anything you want to talk about, just shout out. Was yeah, I mean, just you know, follow me on Red on Twitter at Red Mavericks. Uh, I also do my own podcast. We do weekly uh, hoops navigations. You can find it on iTunes. Uh, anywhere else really that has podcast stuff. Uh, what about it? So that is it for us this week. Follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Offend Narwhal on Twitter. Make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Saratobi Sports. 
And um, yeah, just this is coming out on Christmas Eve. So if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to you guys. Enjoy the holidays, whatever you guys do celebrate. Uh, be safe again. Do not do not go no masters vibes. Um, there is still a panorama going on, so just be safe. And um, yeah, and enjoy the things you have, and hope you guys have a good holidays, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, and Boxing Day. For all my Caribbean people and Canadian people, them <laughs> big up yourself. Ba 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 ba. Yes, sir. Well, it's coming but, out on Spanish Christmas too. Oh, it's so. coming out on Spanish yeah, Christmas. Christmas Eve. Christmas. So, oh, yeah, Spanish Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he said, "Yeah, you're right." Feliz Navidad. <laughs> See, um, I'm cultured. See, yeah, you know. <laughs> Hola, me llamo. <laughs> nah, we stop. Nah, no, 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 don't nah. do that. No, 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 absolutely not. Real shit. Nah, but uh, I don't got nothing to plug for y'all yet. Back on the social soon. Um. Yeah, man. Black Lives Matter. All that good stuff. And yeah. Man, I was about to say, you sounded like, you reminded me of uh, Blake Griffin when it was Mavs. Oh my God. In, in Mexico, Mexico City. Oh yeah, bro. And, Lu- and Luca came out here with the mad fluent Spanish, had all the bitches going crazy. <laughs> Nigga Blake. Uh, you know, bro, hey, no, but he, he used the Spain Spanish, bro. I was nah. pissed. Yeah. Think, I mean, that's all he knows, man. That he said vosotros, bro. I was like, no, get the fuck out of here. But, then he said, but no, but then he said, viva Mexico way. And I was like, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> once, once he hit the way. It was, it yeah, was I was like, that's it, bro. That was, that was it. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah. Blake Griffin came out, caught the mic. Hola, Mexico. <laughs> I felt that. Yo, Blake is hilarious, though. Blake hey, that's someone, Blake's if we can get for great, cheap, dude. if we can get for cheap, I don't mind. Hey, hey. you had your moment. Let Justin finish. God damn it. <laughs> Listen, he gonna have his moment. He's gonna be the best team in the East. <laughs> that is true. But uh, yeah, you know, follow me, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Getting back into the writing content uh, with the season coming out. Uh, and yeah, let's go Nets. It's KD Kyrie ever. We out here going to be doing Sage every single bo- podcast now. We already know the vibes. Getting all that out of there. Kyrie's the funniest player in the league. He is He is easily a gold mine. So he's like the dude from uh, Major League, the dude that yes. like, had the snakes in his with, closet. Uh, was it Jumbi? Jum- 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 I forgot, I forgot <laughs> what, what his name was, oh but the God. black dude. Yeah, nah, he was wild. Yeah. Well, yep. Cuban dude. And yeah, and he hits the home run. And he's carrying the bat with him. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But yeah, that's about it. Nematodes are people too. <laughs> that is it for us. Thank you guys for watching and listening. And uh, we're, almost, we're almost done with an, another year, guys. We'll catch you next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.